It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we round off match day one of the new league season in Scotland. First up, it's managerless Motherwell up against their old manager and their old skipper at St Mirren. It's flag day at Celtic Park as the hoops look to get up and running against Aberdeen. Rangers, Hearts and Hibs were the big winners yesterday, as well as Partick Thistle laying down a marker in the Championship. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me in the studio Gordon DL, Roger Hanna and Hugh Keevans Flag day at Celtic Park Will they get their reward for being the title winners last season D-Day in St Mirren's game against Motherwell Where do Motherwell go from here Having sacked their manager before the league had even started Let's get a very quick visit to Paisley before kick-off And speak to Andrew McLean Yeah well life after Graham Alexander begins today And it was a poor 2022 anyway for Motherwell But those two defeats to Sligo Rovers mean that they kick off the season without a manager Stevie Hamill taking charge for this one With the Motherwell board meeting next week to decide what direction to take the club in One of the names linked to the job is in the opposite dugout Stephen Robinson enjoyed a good spell at Fir Park first time round So could he be convinced back or is he happy where he is at St Mirren They've not had their own troubles to seek either at the start of this campaign Knocked out of the League Cup group stages last week but three points for either team today could provide a big boost I'll quickly run you through the teams before we kick off here for St Mirren it's Carson in goal the back three Gallagher, Shaughnessy and Dunn it's Strain and Tanzer the two wing backs with Bacchus, Erehon and O'Hara the midfield three Grieve and Ayunga up top for them as for Motherwell Kelly in goal for them the back four McGinn, Solholm, Lamy and Carroll the midfield three Maguire, Goss and Spittle Morris, Shields and Van Veen up top the referee for this one at Far Park as we are just about to get underway is John Beaton Well Hugh Kevens, it's certainly a fascinating one you look at the football match in itself it's match day one of the season that's an important uh, way to get your season up and running but the the situation with the manager is clearly the dominant story around this one yeah but uh, you'd be hard pushed to find grounds for optimism regarding either side at Paisley today how do you like a season that starts for St Mirren with a defeat in the cup on the opening day at home Against a team from a lower division Who are also part-time into the bargain And whose manager wasn't even at the game Because he'd gone abroad with his wife To celebrate her birthday Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Canvas Lang Showroom Now open to the public Yes, let's get this one up and running in Paisley then Roger Hanna, certainly an intriguing fixture as Hugh quite rightly says For a number of reasons Yeah, very much so We just touching there Dick Campbell missing that abroad St Mirren game He was away in Turkey for his wife's birthday Poor Stevie Hamill He took his family away for a holiday One day into it and pulled back to Motherwell to take the team He's got the team with Brian Kerr this afternoon A couple of changes from the side defeated so embarrassingly in Ireland on Thursday night and they will be desperate to get one up in Stephen Robinson this afternoon yeah the only good news for Hamill was he was in Ireland so it wasn't too bad uh, just to jump the boat <laughs> and come back um, yeah it's very interesting very strange situation Gordon at the start of the season a manager losing his job two days prior to, um, I think it was down to a collection of the fact of five games five wins since Boxing Day I think the Mull fans everyone had an off. Obviously Sligo Rovers results certainly didn't help It's a new, it's a new beginning now uh, It's up to the players to go out there They owe the Motherwell fans Because they, they turned out in great numbers 
at Fir Park. They travelled in good numbers over to Ireland. They were disappointed, but I'm sure their old boss will be trying to get one over them this afternoon. What a frantic start to the show we've had. So just to remind you of the way it's going to work, we're here until 7 o'clock. We do have flag day at Celtic Park. We'll turn our attentions to that game very soon, give you all the team news. Very interested to hear who Ange Postacoglu and Jim Goodwin have named in their starting 11s on the first weekend of the season. But before we get to that, the sun is shining in Paisley. St Mirren had a free kick, a chance to load the box just a moment or two ago. And there is certainly lots of intrigue around this one. I know we're the world capital of wacky. Mm. Uh, but the idea of Stephen Robinson, the, the former Motherwell manager, going back to manage Motherwell six months after St Mirren paid Morecambe £100,000 as a compensation fee to get him as their manager, that would be taking us to new heights or is it new lows? That would be strange indeed um, It looks like Stephen Robinson has rubbished those reports Speaking uh, before this game today uh, He has distanced himself from such a suggestion well, I, think he, I think he described it as a load of nonsense um, He said there hasn't been an approach from Motherwell And if there was to be one It wouldn't be interested because he's got I think what he described as a project It's in Merlin. They haven't finished in the top six In the top flight for 25 years And that's where he and Dermot O'Carroll have set their gaze this season and they want to start the push for that top six with three points this I think, afternoon. I think this is a big afternoon for them, especially with these uh, League Cup results, Gordon, performances. Uh, it wasn't the toughest group I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I think one or two of the St Man fans, the, the opinion's still out in them. Um, so he's got to hit the ground running. He knows that Motherwell just now are in a weak position with the fact they've lost their manager. They've come off a real bad result. They're low in confidence. St Mirren are at home. Sun is shining in Paisley. He'll be home to Capel today. <laughs> the, the links between these clubs, Roger Hanna, are just incredible. We speak about Stephen Robinson sitting above him in the boardroom nowadays is, of course, Keith Lasley, Motherwell legend, one of the all time appearance holders in recent times, club captain, assistant manager. He's now the chief operating officer. At St Mirren And that's before we even get to a St Mirren starting 11 today That's got the likes of Mark O'Hara Who just swapped in the summer Charles Dunn who did so just before Richard Tate and Curtis Main are there Trevor Carson is in goal Declan Gallagher The links between these two In the last few seasons are um, quite incredible Yeah and even the man who comes and chaps your door Charles Dunn's in as well isn't he You know it's almost like Motherwell of 2018 or 2019 has morphed into St Mirren of 22-23 Stephen Robinson's added a couple from Morecambe as well where he was last season Jonah Aunga who's already got goals in the League Cup so he's clearly a manager who likes to go and work with guys that he knows guys that he can trust Um, I think he's especially looking forward to playing with using Declan Gallagher this season he's got him from Aberdeen he values his experience in what is quite a youthful Mm. setup there Gordon and Declan Gallagher He's looking forward to playing in front of those Motherwell fans who adore him so much. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Hugh has been a frantic start, like I said, a three o'clock kickoff, then a half past four kickoff. So we are just finding our feet at the start of the show and trying to cover off a few things. You must be looking forward to the day ahead. Flag day is always a significant moment in the calendar, yeah. and of course you get that added intrigue as to you know who plays and who doesn't, and what new signings do we see, and all the rest of it. Fascinating one at Celtic Park, and I would, I would sum it up in this way for you, Gordon. In the summertime when Jim Goodwin was reconstructing Aberdeen Who were in very dire need of reconstruction Having finished 10th in the league He bought Luis Lopez Cape Verde International from Benfica The fee was £200,000 In the summer 
When Ange Postacoglu was sorting out Celtic for the new season He bought from Benfica Jota for £6.5 million In monetary terms That's loose change versus big bucks That doesn't necessarily mean that Celtic will win today But what it does illustrate Is the gulf between the two sides in spending power And on the basis that you get what you pay for You have to suspect that Celtic should have too much quality for the new revamped Aberdeen Yeah, plenty to get through In that one we'll turn our attentions very soon We'll get a scene setter from Gabriel We'll give you the team news as soon as it's here You can stay in touch all afternoon on Twitter And of course the open line will be here a bit later on as well You just wonder, Gordon Deal, is this one of them? The prospective managers who would look to take over at Fir Park Will they be there? Do you do that? Do you go and get your face out there? Is that... Or is, um, that a, is that a step too far at this stage? If, if I was in the running and I wasn't in here, I certainly wouldn't be sitting in the, the, the stand. No, no I, don't, I don't. Look, you step away from it. If they want to come and speak to you, they will certainly make contact. I don't think you go there and show your face and, you know, show that you're so keen. Of course, you know, they will have a short list. They'll know who's on that short list, Motherwell. They'll probably be doing that tomorrow and in the coming days. I think Motherwell want to appoint someone very, very quickly. I don't think it'll drag on, Gordon. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have a fair idea of who their candidates are. Because, get... of it, because it was just up the road at Airdrie, I'm sure Alan Burroughs is aware of your record mm-hmm. with Mark Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Dream team. Someone did send me the picture of you two. And suggested that it can't have been a serious suggestion, obviously. Why, why, why not? Because right. we've done such a great job at Airdrie. If, if you look at the you're the one that spent the last two years caning him for the job he did at Brecon, now you're trying to get yeah, him yeah, a but, job in the top flight. But he, he because never, you're involved. He didn't take me to ah, Brecon. That, the problem, that was it? his biggest mistake. Have you spoken reg- to him? How did he enjoy Lady uh, Gaga Airdrie last night? No, no, I've not spoken to him. Um, he's sort of ignored as he's down there, um, sunning it up and enjoying himself. Mm. And I'm sure Lady Gaga was absolutely. Yeah, I'm absolutely certain. Now, I have heard it said, you know, you, you mentioned there, you don't want to be seen too keen, you don't want to have your face out there. Now, usually people do that because do that when a, an existing manager is on a shaky mm-hmm. nail. They don't want to insult them, if you like, or, or be presumptuous. But Motherwell don't have a manager. It's not going to be Stevie Hamill. So what would, what would be wrong with anyone that does fancy the job being at the game today? Because you look needy. You're sitting there, you might as well have a Coco the Clown outfit on. You just look needy and, uh, you know, here I am, I'm over here. Doing your due diligence. Mm-hmm. Was, you can, you can do your due diligence watching it on the telly. It's not on telly. You said with some um, confidence it's not going to be Stevie Hamlow. Paint a scenario for you. Mm-hmm. Mother will go to Paisley this afternoon and win 2-0. They're then at home next Saturday to a St. Johnson team who can't score and can't get a point. Mother will win that 2-0. They're suddenly joint top of the Premier League after two games. Motherwell fans love Stevie Hamill. He's a club legend. Very few people have played more games or been there longer mm-hmm. than Stevie Hamill. Oh, they Hamill. love him. That is an absolute certainty. That doesn't necessarily get you the job, does it? Yeah, uh, Roger, I, I you, let, you, you let yourself down when you start it saying they'll win 2-0. They'll win 2-0. <laughs> That's where it all went wrong for you. Where I would agree with Roger is that Motherwell are a fan-owned club. And we have uh, Liam Kelly's word for it in the newspapers this morning that it was the reaction of the fans that cost him his job. 
therefore, if fans can have the power to influence the board when it comes to getting rid of a manager, they could also have the power mm. to influence the board Stevie when it Hamill comes to hiding him. He won't be the manager. I'm not saying I, that he will, but I, I, I'm just I, saying that you can't overlook I, the I fans. To, I totally understand that sometimes it happens. Fa- I d- fan owned, though, the term only carries you so far. It doesn't mean you. When you put out a Twitter poll to see who they think the new manager should be. No, a but of reps on the board. It, no, but it's, when it comes to, it's, it's very different to have a a toxic reaction, as as Liam Kelly says. By which means would the fans be able to get Stevie Hamill the job? No, I I don't think he will get the job. Right. I'm simply saying that when names are put out, I mean, we already had one of the regular Motherwell callers for this program say that he wants Duncan Ferguson. Now that may be pie in the sky But then people thought Stephen Gerrard at Rangers Was pie in the sky Or Brendan Rodgers at Celtic So Fans can at least Give you a gauge Of How they are thinking And Alan Burrows Who went from Fan To chief executive At the club mm-hmm. Will not ignore What the people He lives beside Think of the, the Job situation I wonder But if not Stevie team. Hamill I don't think you'll get it Because I think Motherwell With respect to Stevie Hamill being a club legend is one thing. He does not have the managerial experience. Yeah, for but this. To, to be fair, Stevie Hamill, right? We're saying, oh, he might not get it. Stevie Hamill might be sitting there thinking, I'm comfortable where I am. I'm not. Re- there's there's a lot of people out there don't want to go down that avenue. They want to stay in charge of the kids. They Certainly, without through. ever having even been a first team coach, coach or yeah. an assistant manager. Yeah, Gordon. He may just be the the guy that loves. Producing players for the for the next manager and you know for the future of Motherwell Football Club, that may he may fail. That's my strengths. That's my role. We don't know because the lad's been thrown into mm. the dugout this afternoon, well, and you, I hope he does well. He's a good lad. The, the, well, I mean, as a newspaper man, you'll have loved the comments in, in that regard, Roger. But I'm seeing a little bit of grumbling from the Motherwell fans who love Liam Kelly, think he's fantastic. But you know, for him to say that the decision to leave. From Graham Alexander was partly down to, you know, the toxic reaction no, th- from fans. I, I, when I think, fans are quite quickly pointing out, no, actually, that was because we won four games no, in 2022. I, I think Liam said he had spoken to Graham Alexander, and Graham Alexander had explained to him it was what Graham Alexander described as the toxicity of the situation, doing him no favours, his family no favours, the team no favours. I don't think Liam himself was was mm. saying it was the toxic nature of the relationship between fan base and manager. And you can understand Graham Alexander feeling that way. I believe Alan Burroughs said something similar yesterday that Graham Alexander felt that he had lost the fan base, if you like, and the relationship between the dugout and the, and the stands mm. could go on no longer. So he did resign then and wasn't sacked? What, is it mutual consent they all seem to fall back on because we're so cynical everyone always well, says listen, that they don't, they don't cynical, buy that that comes, if, under, well, that comes under a banner of sack Let's if you go back to the here. first quote from Jim McMahon the chairman of Motherwell on Friday evening he said Graham came to us on mm-hmm. Friday morning so you can only take Jim McMahon at his word a yeah. journalist friend of mine who was at the game and asked the last question at the post-match conference asked Graham Alexander if he felt that losing home and away to Sligo Rovers represented a new low for Scottish football. And Graham Alexander's reply was, Really? So, the man who left the Sligo Rovers ground, I believe, had no intention of going from the club. But overnight, things took place and it became apparent on Friday morning that he could no longer Mm. stay at the club. Just out of curiosity... Have you, Gordon DL, for 
The second afternoon In a row yeah. Spilt coffee down your t-shirt Yeah have, Is that what yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, Through yeah, the gap yeah, in yeah. my computer screen? I've, I've gone early Once again that, that guy in the booth Seems to get me every time I don't know what he's doing In my cups But a new t-shirt on. I think and it's a hole in your bottom lip that's the problem. Yeah, and I and I and I seen this uh, the snigger come to your face last night when we were standing. Oh, honestly, in. Roger, yeah. let, yeah, let me that, sorry yeah. if you don't mind. Let me, let me paint the picture. Um, we travelled home together, obviously, and he was telling me he was going to get a steak and he was going to cook it and all the rest of it. And I said, you know what, the Duncans need something quick tonight. Take away for us, and he went. Well, actually, do you know what? Yeah, yeah, I think I might do the same. And we ended up going to the same uh, takeaway place for dinner. Separately, though, you know, I then got in my car, he went in his, and as I've turned up at the takeaway, he's leaning against the wall, and he's got the big... Cr- I won't say anything about the belly, right? I don't want to fat shame him again. We had a bit of drama with that last year. And he's got the white golf shirt on and the coffee stain right down it. <laughs> the the polo shirt by this point is now not tucked in the trackies anymore. It's hanging out. Big coffee stain right down. And I just like, looked at him, shook my head, and he knew straight away. He looked down at the coffee stain and just on in a, despair. On a sartorial note, about first weekend of the new season, I am the only pundit in the studio who's got trousers on. Excuse me? DL and Hannah are in shorts. Oh, right. I thought... Oh, you should have explained that First of all The listeners There's just been a pile up Roger, On the M8 As Roger people think that these two Are in their pants Roger yeah, knows Try the to value. get into the studio Roger Let me just uh... Roger knows the value Of a good intro Exactly <laughs> Give them, them the good intro first And then give them the rest yeah. Of this the way Leaving them hanging Maybe wasn't the best choice Of description <laughs> from me yeah. there I must admit But anyway um, Well it's 64 degrees in here So they've taken yeah. They've taken appropriate action Have you rolled up Rolled up my sleeves a bit. I know That's as casual as he gets Isn't it he's rolled, yeah. he's rolled up his sleeves To just above his wrist it, it, it was a bit ridiculous Yesterday The heat in this studio mm. But we'll, we'll get through I, The I, six hours Fifteen minutes and, and people know How hot it is in here And why we're wearing shorts I've actually had a message From listeners in Spain This afternoon saying I don't care how hot it is In the Clyde studio It's hotter by the pool Sending me pictures of the pool my mate Alex Strachan Who's listening to the show With, with Callum and Zane over there So we've got listeners Right across the continent Alex Gordon. we're not interested In your holiday pictures Keep <laughs> them to yourself yeah. uh, Quite frankly p- right place, look, place looks lovely Gordon uh, I have to yeah, tell have you Have a good time 15 minutes gone In Paisley Still goal It's not a great deal doing A very even start To the game By all accounts there We'll get that Celtic team In just a second um, Nothing doing At Paisley yet though Roger perhaps not surprising Two teams Well we Feeling each other out We haven't heard from Andrew Which maybe leads us to believe It's not a classic I wonder if this game Would mirror St Johnson Hibs yesterday Gordon uh, I was going to say Four managers under pressure But one's already gone um, St Johnson Hibs I saw the highlights Last night Didn't look like a classic It looked A game that was Racked with nerves It was a red card It was won by The team with 11 Deep into stoppage time I wonder if St Mirren Motherwell Could be just as um, Anxious today At the same time Gordon I mean in theory How psychologically Does this impact The Motherwell players Because They need to take A bit of the blame They should be stung By what's happened But at the same time Can you not find A, you know, a bit of freedom To just go out there and, 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 and see what you can do It's not like You're now Stevie Hamill's job's not on the line No I, no, no, I think I think you come under A little bit more pressure Gordon The reason I'm going to say that Is You've not got the manager To hide Behind okay. now and you've come off with two results Sorry just quickly A bit of a stoppage in play A clash of heads In that game So both players Yeah uh, Getting treatment But I, I, I just feel that um, You know th- th- As a player 
you take a bit of responsibility, a big bit of responsibility for your manager leaving. Obviously, whether it's mutual or, or the sack or whatever it is. But when there's no manager and it's Stevie Hamill and you know he's only got to be in that dugout and you know the, the supporters are there backing you once again, as a professional footballer and playing for a club, you've got to take responsibility. You've got to take the, the share of the blame somewhere along the line and you've got to stand up and be counted because you were a part of probably two horrendous results in the last week or I'm, so. I'm not surprised it's still goalless, you know, because you were talking about going into this game with two teams in a pessimistic frame of mind because... St Mirren as I said the, the Premier Sports Cup you start by losing to Arbroath at home uh, th- that's not a good look and appearances have not been deceptive because St Mirren haven't improved much since then and Motherwell off the back of two shocking results against Sligo Rovers yeah. not, not to lay a glove on them at all home or away uh, so I'm not surprised that they're struggling to find a I goal I think Paul McGinn's possibly in a bit of trouble here with that head knock I'm not Sure he's going to be able to Continue Which actually leads me on To something I was about to discuss anyway Because If he does come off He'll be replaced by Club captain And Scotland international Many times over Stephen O'Donnell Who couldn't get a game Under Graham Alexander And who was not included By Stephen Hamill today Roger You you just wondered If that would have been The first Statement if you like It was blatantly obvious That Graham Alexander Wasn't having Stephen O'Donnell Or they weren't having each other Or whatever I just wondered if, if Stevie Hamill would have put him back in today and, yeah. he, and he didn't Yeah and he did make a couple of changes I think Sean Goss was back into the team Connor Shields was back into the team Saunders Olholm Johansson started as well and Ahead of Beavis Mugabe And Paul McGinn kept his place Still no Stephen O'Donnell in it Stephen O'Donnell's star has been in the descent If you like in, in the last six months He's sort of lost his place to Scotland There's now Nathan Patterson and Aaron Hickey And Tony Ralston who all look ahead of him in the international pecking order Paul McGinn's arrived from Hibs And immediately moved ahead of him In the club pecking order So it'll be interesting to see If, if Stephen gets the chance When he gets well, the he's chance he's on now Because Paul McGinn's got a lot of blood Pouring from his head And he's gone off And Stephen O'Donnell has come on It was one of those former Motherwell players Mark O'Hara Who was involved From a St Mirren perspective He is fine He's going to change his shirt uh, Due to the blood But he will continue uh, Paul McGinn not so fortunate it, by all accounts, Gordon, it just seemed to be one mm. of those that sort of glanced Paul McGinn in the the side of the head. Never yeah. nice, and Stephen O'Donnell was on. And, and quite rightly so that he's he's off the pitch then, Gordon. If there's blood coming from that area, because you've got to protect the player nowadays. But uh, on the replacement, I'm the same. I thought maybe Hamill would have looked at the squad and looked at his, his club captain. I know you've got to earn the right to play. Of course you do. But I think Stephen O'Donnell's given a lot to Motherwell. I think he's a decent player. He's Scotland international. You can argue the fact, is he better McGinn? But I think you could have swapped the team round a little bit to get both in. Because I think McGinn can go forward or he can play in that right. You know, change the system. He may have changed the system. That's another thing I looked at. And, you know, after the two disappointing mm. games with the back four, change went to a three. Okay, he's not had a lot of time to work on it. Yeah. He can maybe use that as an excuse. But these players are professionals. You can fit into systems. Systems are easy to work. You're not asking people well, to Stephen O'Donnell plays right wing back for Scotland, Scotland. and Paul McGinn played yeah. right centre back so for you three. Can, you can easily Hibs. adapt to that. Uh, right, let's try again. We'll go and get some team news, hopefully, from Gabriel at Celtic Park. 
Thanks, Gordon. Yes, it might be quiet inside right now, but I can promise you it's electric outside the stadium. The team bus arrived a few minutes ago and thousands of fans have been out there for over an hour to welcome the champions ahead of the unfurling of the league flag. Oh, Ange Postacoglu's men were magnificent last campaign. We all know about their sensational turnaround, which saw them remain unbeaten for the last 31 games and beat Rangers to the title. The question now is, can they do it again? And the task Postacoglu's poses players is to improve, go up another level. They'll hope to hit the ground running this afternoon. And here is the team that will start the game. Joe Hart is in goal. It's Josip Juranovic, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Stephen Welsh and Greg Taylor in a back four. Captain Callum McGregor at the base of the midfield with Matt O'Reilly and Rayo Hatate in front of him. Him. Jota is on the right wing, Kyogo Furuhashi leading the line and Dazen Maida off the left wing. On the bench you've got Segrist, Jens, Yakumakis, Abada, Moy, Turnbull, Bernabeu, Forrest and Ralston. Well they face an Aberdeen side who are probably the best team in the League Cup group stages. They won all four matches without conceding a goal. The Dons have sold several key players but they've invested over a million pounds on new signings including a couple of internationals. Uh, Jim Goodwin makes two changes from last weekend's win over Wraith Rovers. Mason Hancock drops out whilst Liam Scales is unavailable to face his parent club. In goal is Kelly Roos. At uh, the back four is Jaden Richardson, Anthony Stewart, Ross McCrory and Coulson. Uh, Dante Pulvara and Ilber Ramdani are in the middle of the park with Matty Kennedy, Vicente Buzoyan and Johnny Hayes as a three behind Bojan Miofsky up top. The substitutes are Lewis, Lopez, Watkins, McLennan, Duncan, Milne, Roberts, Harvey and Ramirez. The referee at Celtic Park is Nick Walsh. There we go, Hugh Keevens. What do you read into that Celtic team from Ange Postacoglu? Well, uh, Stephen Welsh is there... Uh, <laughs> Because Carl Starfelt is still injured uh, and Maurice Jens is still finding his fitness. But they also turned down the prospect of good money for Stephen Welsh. And that tells me that uh, Ange Postacoglu likes him. So he's deservedly there in central defence. Uh, Taylor, I think, is under-regarded by the Celtic supporters. He always seems to get it in the neck because he's not an exotic Foreign signing I think But uh, I think he merits his place Midfield is now a stick on For O'Reilly, McGregor and Tatati They are three first class players And Abada once again Held in reserve Because uh, Jota, Kyogo and Maeda Play up front But it's a very very strong Celtic team uh, Gordon it suggests that Ange Postacoglu Likes the team that finished last season mm -hmm. And is in no mood to start Mixing things up with lots of summer signings just yet. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading little things today about him saying about you know bringing in other coaches and he likes to tweak things. He likes to freshen things up, Gordon. But looking at that team, he's obviously sticking by the guys that he knows, especially can hit the ground running. I like the look of as much as we, everybody talks about the um, the Celtic backline and heart. Their defensive record last season in the league was was brilliant. But for me, the excitement comes from the middle of the park to the front three. I think they've got bags of pace. McGregor, terrific on the ball. O'Reilly, this could be a big, big season for him. In fact, I was between him and Jota for my player of the year this year because I think O'Reilly can step up to the mark. I think he's a talented, talented player. Hatati, everybody's talking about after an Orish game. Yes, we understand pre-season. That front three has got bags of pace, Bags of movement And I think there's goals here We've said it all week Roger The impression you were getting from Celtic Was that the new Players initially Are there to make the squad Stronger But but the main sort of 
Objective for Ange Postacoglu and Celtic Is to see if all the success stories from last season Can get even better And build on what they did Yeah, I think with the exception of Starfield That's Celtic's first choice team You're looking at That is the first choice 11 um, Taylor is still ahead of Burnaby As you mentioned Matt O'Reilly now is clearly ahead of David Turnbull Despite quite a promising pre-season I thought Yeah, from very David good pre-season yep. um, Maida is clearly ahead of Obada or Forrest for that matter And, and the, the one that fascinates me Giacomakis Joint mm. top scorer in the Premiership last season with 13 goals He was electric, to use Gabriel's word From January onwards But when Kyogo's fit Kyogo's a first choice striker I feel for him, I really do Giacomakis, I think he's got everything Gordon In his locker as a top striker um, You know, we get back to those Dark days that, that you know the penalty kick. Everybody was questioning him. Is he going to be a Celtic player? The boy showed character, strength. He's a goal scorer. He works for a team. But as Roger says, you've got the superstar that the Celtic fans love, Kyogo, up there causes all sorts of problems. Great problem to have for uh, Postacoglu. I, I just think football is no longer an eleven-man game. Yeah, uh, you know that you've got. Giorgio uh, Giacomacus who can come on and create a different kind of problem for Aberdeen you've got Abada or James Forrest who can come on and do likewise there are a wide range of choices available to Ange Postacoglu and you know if you end up using 13, 14, 15 players then so what? And that's the thing look at look at the strength and the depth on that Celtic bench I'll give you a scenario Hugh there's 10 minutes to go this afternoon it's mm-hmm. Celtic nil, Aberdeen nil. Ange Postacoglu can turn to that bench and he can throw on Giacomakis, Abada, Forrest yeah. and Turnbull. Yeah. It's not bad. You know, again, uh, uh, budget is important uh, because it buys you quality. Uh, Jim Goodwin spent £1.2 million pounds, uh, having taken in uh, around about £7 million from the sale of Lewis Ferguson and Calvin Ramsey. Uh, Celtic, meanwhile, are spending... £17 million and upwards uh, So that gets you quality That gets you strength and depth Yeah Hugh you, you're going to say there about It's no longer a living man team and I totally agree with you You're saying 13, 14, 15 I would actually go further now I think I think most coaches now want Two quality players for each position yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you look at the midfield And, and, and you say they're Turnbull the season he's had You look at up front Still, to me, can give so much as James Forrest. Abad has been terrific since he came in as well. You've got abundance of talent. Gucci, for instance, we've not, because of no. his injury, we've not seen a lot of him, um, but apparently he's very skillful. And but they're very injured, talented. they're injured again, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's a lot of... There's a lot of talent. Ralston uh, uh, played right back. It uh, was excellent for Celtic and played a huge part in them winning the league as well. So they've got a real strong squad there and you're correct. It's not just about 11 players. The great thing for a manager nowadays in a club like Celtic and Rangers and these big clubs is to keep that you know the the group together and keep everybody happy. Because you, you're not telling me Jack Marcus is sitting in that bench and he's not somewhere deep down inside disappointed because mm. the lad has done nothing wrong but he'll accept the fact that I've got a manager that believes in me and will give me an opportunity soon and by contrast Roger Hanna so no new signings in Celtic's team we're not obviously counting Carter Vickers and Jota I know the, the contractual situation changed six in the Aberdeen starting 11 yeah I, strangely 
I think Jim Goodwin might quite like going to Celtic Park on day one. Um, off air earlier on, Hugh was describing it as a free hit, and I know what he means. But I, I think having won all four games in the League Cup against lower league opposition, I think this is the day Jim Goodwin will find out a lot about these six new signings. Um, there's a new captain at centre half, Anthony Stewart. There's a new goalkeeper, Kellerus. There's a £500,000 centre forward in Bojan Mayovsky. Uh, there's a new midfielder in there in Ramadani who came from Budapest with Mayovsky. And Jim Goodwin will find out what these guys are up, you know, what, what levels they can reach because they're going in on Championship Flag Day against the reigning champions who have got 10 of their first choice, 11 starting there. As Gabriel said, the atmosphere around the place is electric. This is the ultimate test for the new Aberdeen team. It'll be fascinating to see how what, they cope. What I like about Jim Goodwin, he finishes 10th in the league, which for Aberdeen is a disgrace. They don't make Europe another disgrace in the season that will see the 40th anniversary of Alec Ferguson winning a European trophy against Real Madrid no less but Jim understood that it's his neck on the line at the end of the day so he might as well take the big calls and get on with it so Scott Brown was finished at Pataudry Considine was finished at Pataudry and in came the new ones and the Aberdeen captain today will be a man who was Brought to the club on a free transfer from Wickham Wanderers. Now, some people would look at that and think, what? A free from Wickham Wanderers and he's a new Aberdeen captain? Well, we'll find out come 4.30 at Celtic Park whether that's the, the right road to go down. Yeah, some change, isn't it? When you look through the players that have left Aberdeen, I mean, Lewis Ferguson, how many appearances yeah. and goals in the yeah. last few seasons? Calvin Ramsey only came to prominence last season, but nevertheless... A big player, Andy Considine, club legend. Uh, yes, it didn't work out for Declan Gallagher or Funzo Ojo uh, or J. Emmanuel Thomas or even at times Dylan McGeoch, but still, that, that, that's that's lots of appearances for Aberdeen in there. This is a real transitional time. As they don't know Liam Scales this afternoon either, yeah. and Jim Goodwin very keen to get him up the road. I think he's impressed in the cup games. Obviously, can't play against his parent club, Celtic, this afternoon. So that's another change. No Ross more McCrory. Celtic loans, as the banner said from the Aberdeen fans. Yeah, I think Jim Goodwin will decide on that. But um, it means Ross McCrory who has been good in central midfield so far, scored a stunning goal against the oh, was great, wasn't last it? weekend. He's back in at centre-half alongside the man who mentioned it, Anthony Stewart, the new club captain. A debutant left-back, Hayden Coulson, once of St Mirren, is in there. An inexperienced right-back, Richardson, the lad who came up from Nottingham Forest, again mm. paid money for. Good pace, so watched him. We'll, very good pace. Was that when you were up in Aberdeen in yeah, business? Yeah, against him, Barn. Yeah. Um, I, I, I watched it. Do you know, you rhymed off, a, sorry Roger, you rhymed off a few names there, Gordon, about Aberdeen, about the players that, uh, uh, you know, have departed. And if I was Aberdeen manager, the only one I would be a bit disappointed was, was Ferguson. I thought Ferguson was terrific. Calvin Ramsey? No, I, I, think the val- I think the value of the money All right, okay. um, for Calvin Ramsey, and I think you can replace him. Uh, the lad that you're saying there about uh, from Nottingham Forest, you get good pace, good energy up and down. You're right, Roger. It's different when you're playing in these uh, Premier Sports Cups and you're playing the lower league teams and you're playing well and you're not... Con- I don't think they concede their goal, am I nope, correct? Right. Um, so everything's going well for you. This is a different task today. Mm. When you come out that tunnel, 60,000 in Celtic Park... Party atmosphere. And you know what's coming at you. This is when you really how, need to stand how up. Would, how would that compare to... 
the transfer fees that Aberdeen have dished out in any of the previous windows. When you add Miofsky to Lopez to Richardson uh, to Callum Roberts as well, when was the last time Aberdeen spent that amount of money in, well, a, in first, a transfer window? First of all, they are empowered. Oh, of to course, spend yeah, that I get, I get that. By, by getting in millions for two players Sorry, just very quickly A fantastic save from Liam Kelly I don't know how often we've said that It was Jonah Ayunga, close range header He started to dive in one direction But then stuck out an arm Scooped the ball away from goal uh, Time and time again uh, Liam Kelly uh, does that Very good stop from the Motherwell keeper And it keeps it St Mirren nil, Motherwell nil. Yeah, he's just an excellent keeper, Liam Kelly but Can I ask a quick question And see when O'Donnell comes on Does he hand the armband over to O'Donnell? Maybe that's a wee bit lighter on the arm, <laughs> Chef. I, you you should I didn't know that. Notice, uh, these these are important questions that you're asking, burning mm-hmm. questions. In fact, I'll find uh, out. Is that uh, Andrew? Uh, uh, no, he's still time. got the captain's armband on, and it was the save was made with the captain's arm. So yeah, well done, yeah, the skipper. Can I ask well you a done, question about Aberdeen spending. It may be when they paid a million pounds for their club record signing. Who was Daz? I've no idea. Is this is this Paul Bernard? Be- mm-hmm. About 25 years yeah. ago Oh I remember I don't think yeah. Aberdeen will have spent a million pounds In a single transfer so window what, what, what since then So what have they done in this year About a mil- uh, one what, and a half what, I yeah. think Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. One and two I make it. I, I, I would also think If they're bringing in that volume of player On that level of transfer fee They're bringing in Anthony Stewart as club captain They're bringing in a goalkeeper from Derby County They're bringing in players from Macedonia And Portugal And Albania, Albania. I think the wage bill Maybe as high as it's ever been at Aberdeen as well So Dave Cormack has brought money in But he hasn't been shy in spending it But at the end of the day He had to Yeah Because mm. the disillusionment was there Aberdeen 10th in the league Not qualifying to play in Europe That we think of Hearts or Aberdeen As the third force in Scottish football Right now Hearts are the third force in Scottish football By a country mile Therefore Aberdeen had to spend They had to do something And it has to work Or The chairman The owner Is in trouble With spending money is, And I totally agree I think Jim had to go up there And put his own stamp in it Hugh There's no doubt in that You know Coaching staff as well Some departed um, But With spending that sort of a money Comes the added pressure Because yeah. What happens is The board turns around And says Right okay We've backed you. We've probably given you 90% of what you've asked for. Now we need results. And you're right. Uh, Aberdeen just now, for me, are a big club in paper. Uh, They've got to go out there this season and they've got a difficult one today and we'll get a a feel of it and it will be difficult. Of course it'll be difficult going to Celtic Park. But if they go and get steamrolled today, you know, all of a sudden you're looking, thinking, right, okay, you've been well backed. You need to start... Getting performances and victories. Aberdeen used to be famous. They're not famous anymore. And they now have to begin the road back. They're a a big club for historical reasons. They're a big club because of Alec Ferguson, basically. Uh, But last trophy win, League Cup, Derek McInnes, Celtic Park, penalty kick shootout. And that's that, folks, for the last 30 years. Has Aberdeen spent more in hearts in the transfer market this summer? Oh, yeah. yeah on transfer fees, yeah. 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 So You're so not going to get very often that a team out with Celtic or Rangers does in a million and a half yeah, or so. Yeah, in right. a, in so, a so, so, on that basis that Hugh's talking about money and finances and everything, are we now expecting Aberdeen to well, be because, third? Well, net spend, as they say, is always important, mm-hmm. isn't it, Roger? It's all right saying. 
spent a million and a half But you've not necessarily Improved your squad By a million and a half Because you've lost Lewis Ferguson And yeah, Calvin you've, Ramsey You've lost as you said Seven million pound mm. Plus worth of players You know And, yeah. and Ferguson You know I, I know what Daz means About Calvin Ramsey Calvin Ramsey One season so One season yeah, not, not, the, the only reason Ferguson was Money Invaluable In relation to Today's game 60,000 people At Celtic Park As I say The only reason I brought up Aberdeen money They spent £200,000 On Luis Lopez From Benfica Celtic spent £6.5 million pounds On Jota From Benfica Duke That's what they call him Yeah that's what he's to be known as Who? Duke Duke D-U-K mm-hmm. Duke was John Wayne Yeah Nobody else. else Do you know I was going to say that I was actually going to say that The yep. Duke Duke was John Wayne And we'll leave it there Yeah that's what he's to be known as Apparently Does he have it in the back of his Yes He does he has it in the back of his shirt Yeah Maybe it means duck No Dave, Dave Cormack has been very specific mm-hmm. about this. It's not duck, it's duke. Oh, for right. apples. Yeah, <laughs> much yeah. like that. Duke yeah. For apples, mm. yeah. Yeah. I could never get <laughs> I was honestly I thought <laughs> I, I would just leave you to, to provide the joke. I was tempted. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was gone. I could see You're the only one that does it in the deep end that wish a bath, so yeah, all that sort of okay, stuff. Yeah, yeah, we know, we know, okay, we know. Yeah. Any goals at Paisley yet? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. That uh, wonderful save from Liam Kelly is about as close as we've come in Paisley. If anything, St. Mirren probably now looking the more likely starting to put a few dangerous balls into the box, which Motherwell had been doing in the earlier stages of the game, uh, but still goalless you, uh, there. Your local chaps will know, am I right in thinking Motherwell back into a sort of retro home shot this season, a sort of throwback yes. to the, Go, I throwback think, to the I 80s? Think Gordon DL had it, the, the original one, did you not? What's that, the strip? Yeah. Yes, yes, still got it. Yeah, early 80s, that one. Very, very popular by all accounts. Was that the one they wore when they were promoted? Yes, under I, David I think Hay. so, yeah, David. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Well done, Roger. Yeah, I mean, before my time, but. Oh, yeah. I, I, can, I can just about remember that Alfie Conn played in the team. That'd be right. Wow. Oh, that was going back. I, yeah, I, I, I went back to guys like Jumbo Muir and Pettigrew, Graham, yeah. Goldthorpe, uh, Watson. Yeah, uh, these sort of guys. Joe Ward, fantastic. Uh, that was uh, mother wallet. That, 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 that strip reminds me Alfie Cohen, Brian McLaughlin. Remember him? Brian, Brian McLaughlin. Bruce Cleland up front. Bruce Cleland. There's another one. Yes, I like the strip. I must say, you yeah. having it? Yes, yes. I'm glad mm. you like that strip because you slaughtered the referees. Kid what about yesterday? I think what it's been very popular. The Hibernian away kit. Have you seen it? Nice. Wow. There's a few. I think there's a few this season. Is St Mirren's away one? The black with the sort of paisley pattern that on it That was the one that was uh, modelled by Ewan McVicker That's outsta- Friend of the show That's outstanding as well uh, I think Hearts Is it the White Hearts away one? I'll tell you what There are a good few good few options out there Have you season. seen the new Clyde Bank kit? I haven't oh. Have you got one? Mm. Well I, You know I need to buy two They won yesterday didn't they? Yeah, the Bankies well, three one, three three one. One. yeah I need to buy two One for my son And one for his son Yeah I noticed that I noticed they got a a good victory to get things up and running yes. yesterday. Arthurly, wasn't it? Liam McGonagall yeah. again among the goal scorers, I saw. You're right, though. We did give the referee strip a bit of stick yesterday. Oh, poor. Um, and I think so, from the picture that I saw, uh, John Beaton's obviously, he's got the same Kit. version, but the, the, the red version, sorry. I'm not sure that's any better. Oh, I'll have to see this. Speaking about referees, um, what about Bobby Madden's debut down south yesterday? Good on him. I agree. You seen this, Daz? No Bobby Madden sent off Lee Tomlin Deserves it Of Doncaster Rovers Two bookings in 17 seconds <laughs> One for kicking the ball away To prevent a free kick being taken And the other one for diving Even though the free kick hadn't been taken 
he was simulating that someone someone else had hit him or kicked right, him. Right, hold or... on, because I actually want to talk about this. I think it's important, but there's a penalty to Motherwell as a handball. Scott Tanzer has been booked. You would imagine that Kevin Van Veen will take. <sighs> Um, that would be the usual option And indeed it will be The budget bear camp as they call them Had a decent season uh, And he'll be looking to get this one up and running From 12 yards against a very very good Former Motherwell keeper In Trevor Carson So up steps Kevin Van Veen To try and put Motherwell in front at Paisley And Goal flash With Clyde Built Home Improvements And he makes no mistake Motherwell Managerless Motherwell Are up and running They've taken the lead Sends Trevor Carson The wrong way And that will be A huge sigh of relief To Stevie Hamill Brian Kerr That big Motherwell support That have made the journey And John Beaton pointed to the spot Kevin Van Veen gave uh, Sent the keeper the wrong way And scored Now Andrew McLean Just feeding back to us as well I don't know if the St Mirren players Were too impressed uh, with that decision But Kevin Van Veen won't care And it is in the back of the net I think it was Blair Spittles Blair Spittles shot initially that was blocked So there we go Well Van Veen at least Had the decency to come forward After the Sligo Rovers defeat In Ireland on Thursday And say he can blame me Because I had chances I just didn't take them uh, I mean he wasn't the only one By far To take the blame for what happened But uh, he's got his reward for honesty today. I'm just getting up to date news from Paisley from Stephen Robinson saying, See how our rubbish start going back to Motherwell? Is it still on? <laughs> <laughs> and listen, fair play to Van Veen because I criticised Murray Davidson, an experienced St Johnson player yesterday, for, for letting the side down with that red card. Kevin Van Veen off the back of Thursday night. First, as you say, Hugh shouldered a fair burden yeah. of the blame for that defeat and then he's got the courage to stand up and take this penalty yeah. because that, that that wasn't an easy moment for Motherwell nil-nil they were a dreadful start to the season they've been given a guilt-edged mm. chance to take the lead in Paisley some players would have looked the other way yep. not Van Veen stood Graham, up took Graham it, Alexander it. takes the hit and has taken the hit he has lost his job and will go back to England looking for a new one but players get off lightly because all the pressure all of the headlines go to Graham Alexander and they don't need to bother but Van Veen put himself forward and said I'm partly to blame for this uh, so all credit to him yeah I don't think there's any hiding place I'll tell you what um, I'm just looking at my, my watch there it's not long till half time so terrific time to score yep. uh, it gives you such a what difference a, a, a team talk is for Hamill because he, he will be nervous He's never been in that situation Dealing with first team players or, You know And if it was a negative Half time team talk It's very hard to You know Try and Criticise players That play week in Week out in the first team And you know But uh, that'll be an encouraging Half time team talk Something that's unlikely To change this season We certainly saw it last season Um between a lot of our league, the, the margins are fine. Yeah. By all account, very little in this game. A very good save from Liam Kelly. Mother will get a penalty and convert. These are the small moments. And in fact, was it not Stephen Robinson that gave us a great stat that we latched onto a few seasons ago? That you know, when you score the first goal in a Scottish Premiership match, that gives you a pretty good chance um, of going on to look win at, the thing. Look at all of yesterday's matches. Rangers with twenty minutes to go with a goal down to Livingston. Got there 2 1 in the end. Uh, Hearts 2 1 winners against Ross County, who had apparently dominated the first half, didn't take the chances, 
Hearts took theirs in the second half and despite a late Ross County goal Hearts get there 2-1 and then at Perth 90 minutes plus one you have uh, Campbell scoring for Hibs and at Kilmarnock you have uh, Dylan Levitt putting Dundee United in front with a terrific goal and then into time added on Ash Taylor equaliser so yesterday was all about fine margins and today has started off being the same but we won Celtic supporter on, on last night uh, who said that he thinks Celtic will win 5-0 today Yes so, he did indeed So there may not be fine um, margins at Celtic Park <laughs> Bit of drama in the away end it seems the Motherwell fans oh. and the security in Paisley are not getting on uh, shall we say let's hope that manages to calm itself down without too much further incident towards the end uh, of the half of course St Mirren will be desperate to try and get themselves level that would really change the team talks uh, going in at the break but as it stands it's Kevin Van Veen's penalty that does separate the sides heading towards that interval there will be a bit of time added on you'd have to say that head knock that Paul McGinn uh, suffered with Marco O'Hara quite a severe one for him off he went so there'll be a few minutes added on um, I think the penalty was taken without too much fuss so not, not too much of a stoppage there um, but St Mirren still time for them to try and get level before the break Ever told you my Brian Kerr story? I think I think I probably have. Pleasure, uh, the uh, our local. No, not everything locals. revolves around your golf career, though. Our, um, you played with me when I morning. was. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, when yeah, I was younger, golf. when I was young, um, Brian Kerr came to Motherwell in the summer. Got the new strip in the summer, as you do. Still at the age where it felt appropriate to get players' names on the back of the strip. Um, you grow out of that eventually, sometimes. And uh, thought I would go for Brian Kerr Liked, liked, his, liked, liked his work thought, thought he would be good I think it was number four Kerr On the back of the strip And I think it was pre-season Knee injury <laughs> Missed the full campaign And I'm walking about with his name in the back of the How strip. many appearances did Brian I didn't even know Brian Kerr played at Motherwell There you go Yeah, maybe no, 2005 Nice boy, nice guy He's been about time. the uh, Was it Albion Rovers He's yeah. Bride He's been about the lower divisions It's a sign of how the, the Newcastle United Yeah, well that's that's where he started, wasn't yeah. it? Sign of how the world moves on With regard to Strips Gordon I came into my daughter's garden On Friday afternoon The kids are out there Enjoying the sunshine We've got a pal there Who's got on the Barcelona kit With Obama Yang On the back of it You know, so it's no longer about Brian Kerr and Motherwell strips, unfortunately. Well, I've got to say, right, and I, I forgot about this. It was uh, Friday. I goes into my wardrobe and my for my golf stuff, and one of my golf things had fallen down. Now, Gordon will tell you this is facts. I do not keep anything to do with football in my house. Oh. Nothing. Not even right. your League Cup winners medal. Bend them, remember? Uh, they're in the bend. He bend them by they're, accident. They're what? in the dump. Remember yeah. last year he, he, he told so, us he had them stored. He had them. All of his football medals were stored under a bed. You know, in the kind of drawer. But he bend the bed. And they were in the bed. <laughs> they're all gone. They're all gone. Everyone. League Cup. Someone in a they, North right. Lanarkshire recycling facility <laughs> has had to try and dig them out and been unsuccessful. Yeah. So. By the way, I, to be fair, I got help from my, my, my mate Marco. He helped me throw them in the bin. Um, but I don't keep anything, right? Nothing. I, I just, not interested. And I was trying to get in, and do you know what I found? My Scottish Cup Rangers final jersey, number nine on the back. Oh, you need to bring that in. And it still fits me. No chance It does, honestly I mean, They were backy back then Weren't uh, they? No, it was the big collar ones Oh, Remember bring that in Please bring that in on uh, Tuesday 
Uh, yeah, I'll bring in. I'd like to I, see I, that. I could not believe that I've still got something belonging to football. By accident, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Half time in Paisley. Let's get the report from Andrew McLean. St Mirren nil, Motherwell won the half-time score in Paisley. Kevin Van Veen's penalty, the difference, but St Mirren will feel they shouldn't be behind in this one so far. Not much early action, but there was a clash of heads between Paul McGinn and Mark O'Hara that forced McGinn off. Stephen O'Donnell coming on to replace him. The first real opening came 27 minutes in. Motherwell caught out with a ball over the top of the defence. Jonah Ayunga ran onto it, but he could only fire over as he entered the box. Ryan Strain had a chance a few minutes later, probably should have done better with this one as well. About 10 yards out in a good position, but sliced that shot wide and a huge save from Liam Kelly as St Mirren continued to push Jonah Ayunga with a close range header from Ryan Strain's cross Kelly was already moving to his right the ball went to his left he managed to stretch out his arm sort of scoop the ball away from goal a fantastic save Motherwell really hadn't created anything at all but they got a penalty not long before the break Blair Spittle strike hitting the arm of Scott Tanzer John Beaton pointing to the spot Kevin Van Veen stepping up to take it and he sent Trevor Carson the wrong way to give them the lead so it means a half time score in Paisley is St Mirren nil. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are in the studio Two fantastic games to round off the first match day of the new league season It was a great day yesterday High drama everywhere you looked And hopefully today is the same St Mirren nil, Motherwell won Thanks to Kevin Van Veen penalty at half time And we're now about Well we're 35 minutes away from kickoff, Which means we can't be far away at all From that league flag being unfurled at Celtic Park Gabriel No we're not far away Gordon I reckon it'll be about 15 minutes before kickoff When it comes out The teams are just warming up right now You've got Celtic's first 11 on the far side Just going through their paces A very settled team Ange Postacoglu you saw in pre-season Knows who his favourite players are right now but the nearest ones are the substitutes. And I'm just looking at them as they go past me. James Forrest, uh, Anthony Ralston, Aaron Moy, Leo Labada, David Turnbull, Jorgis Yakimakis. These are all international players that Celtic have on the bench. It just goes to show the strength in depth they have. And if you contrast it to the start of last season when there were plenty, you know, double figures signings coming in for the hoops, they are just so much more settled this year round. And we'll see if it makes a difference when they get on the pitch. But I'll let you know when the uh, flag is to be unfurled. The atmosphere is really picking up here. We're still about 35 minutes from kickoff, but it promises to be a cracker. Uh, and I think Gabriel, it's going to be current captain Callum McGregor who's unfurling the flag. Often you get, you know, former managers or players or whatever, but it's the current skipper who's got the job today. Yes, it will be Callum McGregor. We saw him before the match. He picked up the trophy, which was on the Celtic way. He brought it into the stadium, of course, lifted the trophy uh, at the end of May, the first time as captain. And also outside Celtic Park, it's been redesigned. There is a massive uh, on the north stand, massive Callum McGregor lifting the trophy. It was Previously, it was... Uh, uh, iconic moments from the club's past but it's been redesigned Cal McGregor very much the face of this club at the moment a fantastic first season as captain player of the year uh, voted as well and he is going to be the person unfurling the banner what a moment for him the Scotland international the Celtic captain a moment that he dreamed of and it's coming very soon absolutely I did notice on social media much discussion about the new uh, wrapping if you call it that around Celtic Park yeah. uh, during the summer they've taken down the the ones, as Gabriel said, that had sort of previous landmarks throughout the club's history. They've given it a new look ahead of the new season, and we're not flat far away from Callum McGregor uh, unfurling that flag ahead of the game against Aberdeen this afternoon. We do have one game that is halfway through, uh, and it comes in Paisley. Um, 
A big travelling support Andrew from Motherwell today They've had a, a rough uh, couple of days certainly I, I guess that goal came as a huge relief to them Yeah it came as a huge relief to them And it was a bit of a sucker punch for St Mirren as well Because St Mirren were the better side in the first half They looked the more threatening Jonah Ayunga who I was speaking to Stephen Robinson through the week about Jonah Ayunga And he was really complimentary about him Said that his pace and his power could really cause teams problems this season And you could see glimpses of it in that first half, but wasn't able to, um, you know, find the back of the net. Liam Kelly with a really, really good stop, and he does it time and time again. Liam Kelly manages to keep Motherwell in games, and then they manage to get themselves a penalty, and it will be relief for those Motherwell fans because they really don't know what is going to happen this season because the Motherwell board are to meet next week to see what direction they're going to take the club in, who is going to be the next manager, a lot of uncertainty but three points today could be absolutely massive when you know, Liam Kelly's talking about uh, you know, toxicity and that was the word that uh, Graham Alexander had used allegedly to talk about the, the reaction from the fans, three points today could be absolutely massive, it could change the the feeling around the supporters and you know they might feel a bit more optimistic and hope that uh, this could be a, a sign of a turning point Second half in Paisley coming up next as is the unfurling of the flag at Celtic Park The winning team all season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Busy afternoon in the Scottish Premiership Is the second half underway in Paisley or is it still half time there Andrew McLean? Yeah, still half time here. The two lots of substitutes just out warming up at the moment. It doesn't really look as if there's going to be any changes at the break. It looks as if the uh, every single substitute is out there warming up at the moment. So I can't imagine there's going to be any changes at half time. Stephen Robinson would have been the happier manager up until the penalty was given. St Mirren did look more lively, so he'll probably be hoping for more of the same, just more of a clinical edge from his forward players. Jonah Yunga has caused problems in that Motherwell defence. Alex Grieve hasn't really been involved too much, so maybe that's something Stephen Robinson will look at as the second half develops. As for Motherwell, well, that goal will surely give them a bit of confidence because they didn't look as if they were playing with too much of it in the earlier stages of the game. They were getting their foot on the ball, but they just didn't really create anything from open play at all. So Stevie Hamill, who cut a frustrated figure for quite a lot of that first half in the dugout, will be hoping that they can spark themselves into life in this second half. But the teams are just making their way out onto the pitch at the moment, and the second half is just about to get underway. Uh, I think there is going to be one change, though. The board is going up, and it's Ryan Flynn that is going to come on for St Mirren so Stephen Robinson making that change and it will be Mark O'Hara that comes off Mark O'Hara was involved in that clash of heads earlier on with Paul McGinn so you wonder if it's maybe a lasting effect of that or it possibly could just be a, a tactical change but Ryan Flynn the man on for St Mirren Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements Canvas Lang Showroom now open to the public uh, big second half coming up in that one, Hugh Evans. Yeah, uh, particularly I think for Stephen Robinson, uh, I, I've taken St Mirren to go down, and they they have had a, a poor start to the season, Premier Sports Cup wise, uh, and now they're toiling. Um, they 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 can't go on not performing in front mm. of the faithful at uh, St Mirren. And in fairness to Roger, we are talking about fine margins. They have been the better side. You know they concede a penalty. Kevin Van Veen uh, scores it. It's just 
yeah, frustrating for, for Stephen Robinson But this doesn't necessarily have to be Huge criticism aimed at him at this point in time No, but suddenly the pressure has turned You know, the pressure coming into this game Was on Motherwell They've been knocked out of Europe by Sligo They've lost the manager in the eve of the season They were a team under the more pressure They've now lifted that burden of pressure Kevin Van Veen taking and scoring that penalty kick Liam Kelly with a superb save According to Andrew prior to that So the pressure's now turned on Stephen Robinson in St Mirren He's lost Marco Hara The break And, you know, off the back of Losing at home to our broth Losing away to Airdrie Not scoring in either game Going out the Premier Sports Cup At the group stages There's a big responsibility mm. now On St Mirren to step up is And get a, back into this game Is there a delicate balance In this second half Gordon If you're mm. Motherwell You're not in good form You're not free flowing You're not creating a number of chances We've seen that today How quick will the temptation be To protect what you've got And try and sit in And, and get nervy about I think I'll be Conceding. very much in their minds, Gordon. Even, to be honest, I think Gnauti there, even with a, a point, is a positive one after what's happened in the last few days. They've got something to hold on to. So uh, right away it goes into your mind. They've got an inexperienced um, coach, uh, uh, not sorry, stroke manager in the dugout just now. Um, and he'll be desperate just to get something out this game. It could work in a favour because St Mirren at home, I totally agree with Roger. I think the as as much as Stephen Robinson's talking about, you know, rubbishing the, the motherwell attraction and whatever, he's got to start getting results. He's, his League Cup campaign's been been dreadful. He's not won over the St Mirren fans. Let's not be kidded here. He hasn't won them over yet. Yes, I thought, you know, listen to Andrew and, you know, from uh, Paisley that St Mirren were probably the better side and Liam Kelly saving its appeal in front. It may just help Motherwell in the fact of the counter-attack. I would be now tactically looking at saying, right, OK, St Mirren are going to throw a lot at us because they're at home. The manager needs a needs a goal, needs to get this this crowd lifted. So you could hurt them by sitting in deep and then using your players to go and hit them in the counter-attack. And if Motherwell got a second, you wouldn't imagine St Mirren's going three. Yeah. No. Uh, Roger, just thinking about that half-time change, Mark O'Hara, it may well be unrelated. So, you know, forgive me if it is, but if it, if it does turn out to be a knock-on effect from that head knock with Paul McGinn. You know, does football need to do these things a little bit better? If that's the case, how how, yeah. how are you fit to continue in the first place? It still feels like the sport. And again, I might be being unfair, but generally the sport's still a bit reckless towards head knocks. Yeah. Well, I mean, given the time that was added on at the end of the first half, I presume there must have been a lengthy stoppage for treatment both to Paul McGinn and Mark O'Hara. Paul McGinn. Obviously went off, blood coming down his face, Stephen O'Donnell came on. You would presume the St Mirren medical mm. team have checked Mark O'Hara and he's been okay to continue. Sometimes you get a sort of delayed concussion, if you like, and maybe he's, he's just reported symptoms when he's gone in at half-time and they have erred on the side of caution and taken him off. I think concussion substitutions should be allowed. Uh, yeah. I I agree with you 100%. You're Gordon, taking away, you're taking off the pitch, yeah. you're away from it, an independent... Medic takes yeah. a look at you And then they decide If you, you well, come back on They are allowed Are they not? Oh yeah Yeah there are concussion yeah. subs yeah. They are allowed but, but we, I mean we, in terms of the, the, the process yeah. We we used to treat these matters Within Scottish football As a joke uh, There's a great John Lambie story From the Partick Thistle days mm. Where they, they, they say to him mm. the, the, yeah, yeah. the head knock And they said Gaffer he doesn't know who he is He said well tell him he's pale And get him back on uh, So You can't be flippant About these matters anymore Football has lost too many great people uh, to things related to 
Head knocks Anyway, the second half is underway Motherwell do still lead thanks to that Kevin Van Veen penalty And the atmosphere really building uh, at Celtic Park Because it is flag day, the fans are there And what I assume is sunshine It's sunny here in the Costa del Clyde Bank anyway So uh, I'd imagine something similar Party atmosphere, ready to give that sort of final recognition To what happened last season, Hugh Because the, yep. the double-edged nature of flag day Means that as soon as the flag does get unfurled and yep. the referee's whistle goes it, it just becomes about trying to win it again exactly uh, you know it'll be a great day of celebration at Celtic Park uh, you go onto the railway platform at 12.30 today and on the other platform opposite where two Celtic supporters brand new club jerseys for this season uh, leaving four hours before kickoff to go up to Celtic Park to be part of something inside and outside the stadium so carnival atmosphere but Deadly serious Once it's all over and done with Yeah It it, it always astonished me Listening to uh, Wilson uh, When he decided to turn up At the weekends And he was talking about Flag Day He he used to think It was a sort of Interference of You know Getting the season up and running He says Yes it's all great And the glamour He says But as a player All you want to do really is Get that over with oh. As for the fans Of course the fans Are going to lap up And love it And they deserve to do so They've followed their team Up and down the country And paid a lot of money And they've won the title So that's what it's all about The celebration But as a player It's a new season Do you say Gordon Aberdeen have spent money They're coming there With a little bit of hope Difficult game mm-hmm. You want to hit the ground running Let's hear from both managers then Starting with The home boss Ange Postacoglu It'll be tough, no tougher than, than last year, I guess. Um, so it's hard to assess things in pre-season. Everyone, I think every manager thinks they've had a great pre-season and every signing has been fantastic. Uh, all that stuff uh, gets to unfold in, in the reality of the competition over the next few weeks and then we'll see how everyone's pre-season has been and their signings have been. I mean, we, we didn't have a great pre-season last year. It didn't stop us being successful. So I don't think that's an indicator of, of what's ahead. For us, all we can do is concentrate on ourselves and, and know that... Um, Whatever lays ahead, it's it's you know we're going to have to be at our best to, to be successful, and uh, and that means um, we're going to have to perform at, at the levels we know we can, and and make it difficult for the opposition, and and like I said, lay down a strong marker for what's ahead. Now Jim Goodwin will be hoping to spoil the party when he takes his new look Aberdeen side onto the pitch. Here's what he had to say. Obviously, we need a, a vast improvement on what happened last season. Um, our main objective this year is to get back into to the European competitions next season to qualify for those kind of games we need to finish at least in the top four places in the league so that's our main objective at the moment uh, I think for a club of this size um, you know we should always be looking to compete in the domestic cup competitions as well so we've done well so far in the league cup haven't qualified for the last 16 but um, you know we want to get to Hamden on a regular basis and do that consistently not only just to give the fans a day out, but it's uh, you know there are two competitions: the Scottish Cup and the League Cup that we should be aiming to try and win, season on season. Uh, another change for St Mirren. Scott Tanzer's pulled up with what looks like a hamstring injury, so why not bring on another former Motherwell player to face his old club in Richard Tate? Uh, he will come on, uh, and I must admit, I, I was looking very closely there to see. What boots he was wearing Gordale He's got these new red boots on For the new season um, Because th- there are no secrets now Players upload everything to their Instagram Don't they And on Friday night Richard Tate put up a picture of himself In the bath 
with his new boots oh, on. Oh, that, that was the thing I used to do myself. Soften them up, get them to sort of fit your feet. Oh, Is that yeah, there's, you get it soft in the bath, you get the shoes on, and you go... <laughs> Plenty of hot water, Gordon, and they just fit round about your, your feet. I used to do it every Wednesday night. Um, Why Wednesday? Oh, it was your Wednesday, bath night, well, Yeah, it was bath night on a Wednesday, but do you know something? I have never heard about that for years, because I thought that now... The modern boot would The modern days no, just well. like a, a, a slipper. Richard Tate's red boots, let's see what they're capable of. He was in the bath with them on the other night, Huey. Yeah. Put a picture up. Well, so there we go. You better oh. try scoring. Yeah, they absolutely. Could, they could really be doing with a goal. Uh, you know, you you pointed out all the ex Motherwell players that are now there. Uh, fans of St Mirren don't want to see Motherwell recreated in front of their eyes in black and white jerseys. They 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 maybe look at a job lot from Motherwell as not been the greatest idea. And what an afternoon for Scott Tanzer. He concedes the penalty with a handball. He gets booked by John Beaton. And five minutes into the second half, he's off with what looks, as you say, Gordon, like a hamstring injury, according to Andrew McLean. Yeah, Richard Tate did put a cross in with the yeah, newly yeah, yeah. softened red boots. Yeah. What an insight we just got into Gordon Deal's bath routine there. There were a few details in there that I'm yeah. glad we, we skipped over, I must admit. Where's the number two? He's um, better than Cafu. Uh, speaking of which, there's actually... You've inspired your old pal, friend of the show, Curious Creatures again. The Curious About your, your ranger strip that you found. Oh, yes. Yeah, he says at the back of Dazzler's wardrobe was the jersey number nine. He thought he must have lost it, but it all turned out just fine. No wonder it was hidden and for years had not been seen. It was buried underneath a certain type of magazine. <laughs> <laughs> He's in my house <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wear I that I didn't think that was still on the go either No, no Not no, to mention no, I, uh, Golf monthly Ah yeah of course I'm, Silly misunderstanding I, I'm going to bring this in and I'm going to show you that I can still fit into this Please do Yeah I'd encourage you Maybe Tuesday night you could wear it on the show with Mark Wilson Because the beauty of it is He's away seeing Lady Gaga this no, weekend No 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 he's, he's in the, the park he They're now won't... running about looking for um Oh, baby. dirty dancing no, so he is baby he, he, he won't be he won't be listening so it'll be a nice surprise when you turn up with your retro match one Rangers strip on on Tuesday do you want me to bring him my altered Lanark jersey <laughs> please do I thought there's you were wearing it there's a button right up the front <laughs> I thought you had it on that's the appropriately named granddad collar that he's rocking yeah, there isn't it I like that he likes that one he likes well, that well, one. well Wilson have been purchasing the merchandise at Wembley last night will he come in with his Lady Gaga t-shirt on Oh, he'll come oh, up yeah. with he'll come up with something. This boy buys is, a lot of rubbish, him doesn't he? Yeah, that. yeah, always he's, buying stuff. There's a problem with this boy. We need to sit down and have a chat with him. He just is he staying on for the ladies' final, England and Germany? Oh, that's a good point. Eight yeah, London will be, eight London will be busy to tonight. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel, I think the atmosphere certainly must be cranking by now. We're only what 13 minutes from kick off, so the flag ceremony will be getting prepared. Yeah, right in front of me right now, they've got a podium up. The flag is on the pole, getting ready to be raised. And it is so loud inside here. Carnival atmosphere, party atmosphere, sold out Celtic Park. Tens of thousands of fans have been here for hours to celebrate last season's achievement. There's a little podium at the front as well where I expect the league trophy to be placed. The stadium announcer has just called out the starting 11 and the substitutes. Each player getting a massive roar. Callum McGregor, the loudest, the loudest roar of all, was for the manager, Ange Postacoglu. They absolutely love him here, and he is aiming to have this moment again next season. That's what it's all about when we spoke to him on Friday. They've got to put last year's achievement behind them and focus on next season. But 
for these last 50 minutes. It can be about last season and what a season it was. Highlights being played around the stadium now. Uh, moments come to mind that losing first uh, three of their first six games, it looked like a title was miles away from them then. The way they bounced back, uh, if you think of the big wins away up at Todry against Aberdeen, of course they're facing the Dons again today. A Ralston's late header up at Ross County in midwinter. That electric night here against Rangers in February when the atmosphere was cranked up a notch even uh, from what we're seeing right here today and as I look around green and white is everywhere it's packed out there's a special display uh, there's been uh, still the sheets I don't know if you can hear them next to me uh, they've been left out for everyone on the seats so we're expecting to see something big uh, from the Celtic fans but that's not just yet it's still green and white scarves being raised above everyone's head at the moment we're waiting for Callum McGregor to come out, but it is a carnival atmosphere in here, as I said, and we are just 10 minutes away from kickoff. Yeah, I mean, Hugh Keevens, I think before long we won't be able to keep going over old ground because we'll have a new season to, you know, to discuss, but last season's title, they all mean different things in different ways, but last season was the one that meant so much to the Celtic fans because of the unexpected nature of it. They didn't see it coming. The rival fans didn't see it coming. We didn't see it coming. Uh -huh. And along the way, so many new heroes, none more so than Ange Postacoglu. That's why they're, they're building that, that atmosphere as we speak. I've never known a man to go from unknown to icon in such a short space of time. He came in, inherited very difficult, trying circumstances. And to end the season, able to say, we went 32 games in a row without losing any of them and became champions. That is what has made Ange Postacoglu the iconic figure that he is. He's more important than anyone at Celtic Park. He's more important than the outgoing chairman, Ian Bankier. He's more important than the chairman who will succeed him, rumoured to be Peter Lawwell. He's more important than Callum McGregor. He's more important than anyone at Celtic Park. And that is a remarkable story. But, as you have rightly said, He's got to do it all over again. And the message, Callum McGregor mentioned it at the end of the week, Hugh. The message is that once that flag reaches the top of the pole this afternoon, yep. they draw a line under last season. Correct. And they go again. Because there is no point. There's nothing to be gained by looking back at last season and patting themselves and each other on the back. That's been done. And I think Ange Postacoglu and Callum McGregor will be making sure everyone at Celtic Park appreciates mm. that message I th I and they go again. I think as a kind of manager, I just get the, the feeling and watching the way Celtic about their business and the way they play, that the players love playing under them. You come in with us intense training sessions. You know, you had to be at it every second, every minute. You know, there was talk about hamstring injuries and obviously they get problems with that. But I was reading today about just the things they were saying about, I like to freshen things up, very small things. You know, whether, it, you know, are we tweaking the coaching system, a different training session, just different things that he likes to do. I like that attitude. Well, watch Joe Hart. If you want to see something different, watch Joe Hart today because the goalkeepers at Celtic this summer have been working on a new system where their starting position, when Celtic are in possession, Joe Hart isn't the keeper, he's a sweeper. He will be outside the box. He will be 25, 30 yards from his goal because 
They now Celtic want Joe Hart to be starting attacks and they have got effectively 11 outfield players when they're on the ball. So keep an eye for that today. Um, yeah, I mean, Gabriel, you can we can hear it. The atmosphere does sound like it's about to go through the roof. I suppose for Callum McGregor, on one hand, he'll want to focus on the game and make sure he puts in a, a big performance, but he's got a, a bit of responsibility before we get to that. Yeah, he certainly does. I expect him to come out with the league trophy any moment now. But just as you were talking about Callum McGregor there, of course, Ange is the man around Celtic Park. But McGregor is an absolute icon here as well. Of course, Scott Brown leaving 12 months ago left a massive void as the club captain for a decade. And we uh, spoke to Callum McGregor plenty of times throughout the season. The amount of times he was asked, can you fill Scott Brown's boots? And he would reply and say, I don't want to fill Scott Brown's boots. I want to carve my own path. And that's exactly what he did, being the player of the year in his first season as a captain and lifting the trophy back in May. Uh, the Aberdeen players are just coming out now. Obviously, everyone is waiting for the Celtic fans. You can hear the atmosphere here. Everyone is just waiting for that moment. We are seven minutes away from kickoff and we are expecting them to come out any moment now. You know, interesting even for the Aberdeen for, uh, players, Hugh Evans, all the six new players today, they've got a football match to try and win, but this, yeah. there must be a temptation to get caught up in all this. Um, I think it possibly helps that you're talking about players from North Macedonia, Albania, who will appreciate the noise and the colour, but... They're too anxious, I think, to make an impression in red. Uh, I, I think at times at Celtic Park and indeed Ibrox can be inspirational for the other team because it's much better than playing at some of the grounds that they're playing. So I think they'll be lifted by it. Mm. But the onus is certainly on Celtic to pick up where they left off they're going for 33 in a row today does that depend on the individual Gordon surely there's at least a danger you can be overawed well, by yeah. an occasion yeah uh, a lot of players have uh, you know went under Gordon this sort of atmosphere it's waiting about knowing what's going to happen I agree with you as a player getting out on the big games the big crowds the big atmosphere and you know whether they had most of the support or whatever I go back to you know, playing Celtic at Ibrox, three quarters of the stadium. But just to play in the atmosphere was brilliant. I played at Celtic Park in a Celtic Rangers game. Atmosphere incredible. As a player, you thrive on it. But there are certain players that can come in and sink very quickly because it is quite frightening when that whistle blows and all of a sudden you're in amongst everything and there's a lot of responsibility on you. Uh, let's go back to Celtic Park and build up to kick off with Gabriel. Yep, Callum McGregor is just walking out of the tunnel now. League trophy in hand. The display around the stadium is a massive four-leaf clover. McGregor walking between the Aberdeen players who have shown their sign of respect for last season's league champions as he places the trophy on the centrepiece. And he's going to walk past now Joe Hart, uh, Greg Taylor, all the players last season who became champions walking past that trophy they lifted in May. And here goes McGregor now walking into the centre circle. He's putting his hands on the league flag ban and this is what all of last year was about. They worked so hard for moments like this, basking in last season's glory as captain Callum McGregor raises the flag above Celtic Park. They are champions and they are here to try and defend their title. Fireworks going off around the stadium. It's a magnificent sight. 
all across. A great display. I'm sure those of you at home can see it on the TV, but it's green and white with that four-leaf clover. Silver as well going across. 21-22, it says on the left-hand side, the season that they became champions. And as you in the studio said, they're going for their 33rd unbeaten game. Their task is to win the title again, and it starts here today against Aberdeen. I'll give you a quick run-through of the teams again. For Celtic, it's 11 players that were here last season, all with league winners' medals around their necks in May. It's Joe Hart in goal, a back four of Josip Juranovic, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Stephen Welsh and Greg Taylor. Captain Callum McGregor at the base of the midfield with Matt O'Reilly and Rayo Hatate in front of him. Jota on the right wing, Kyogo Furuhashi through the middle and Dazen Maida on the left. The substitutes are Segris, Jens, Yakumakis, Abada, Moy, Turnbull, Bernabe and Forrest. What about those Aberdeen players? Six players making their league debuts for the clubs. They must be surely a little bit intimidated here. Anthony Stewart, new club captain, never played a league match in the Scottish Premiership before. He's waiting to shake hands with Callum McGregor in the centre circle. Their team is as follows. Kellarus in goal, Jaden Richardson, Anthony Stewart, Ross McCrory and Hayden Coulston in the back four. A defensive midfield two of Dante Povar and Ilbo Rondani with Vicente Bazuian in the ten role just ahead of them. Matty Kennedy and Johnny Hayes will be on the wings with new man Bojan Miofsky leading the line. Lewis, Lopez, Watkins, McLennan, Duncan, Milne, Roberts, Harvey and Ramirez are on the bench. And the smoke is clearing from the Celtic Park pitch. It is a cracking atmosphere here. You can hear it around the party atmosphere, carnival atmosphere. All of the words to describe it have been used already. The Celtic players getting ready to do their typical huddle. And what a moment this is. They are ready to try and defend their title. You can hear the fans at Celtic Park roaring them on. As you'll never walk alone comes on. Kickoff is now just two minutes away. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it, Hugh Keevans. If the football match lives up to the pre-game spectacle, yep. then we're in for a treat. Spectacular. Uh, the, the fans were asked to go early and I wondered what was going on. It was the most spectacular visual event uh, and I'm sure that everyone there, whether they're with Aberdeen or with Celtic, was mightily impressed by it however the ceremonials are over now Celtic have to concentrate on this new season and this key word is defence <coughs> the defence of their league title they have the quality in abundance there the Aberdeen players are not from the same level of quality and Celtic with that backing behind them I cannot imagine anything other than a decent Celtic win, possibly by three goals. Yeah, Roger, I think it's the first time we've seen a full stadium display like that at Celtic Park since the famous one against Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say a few years ago. It's, it's more than that now. Um, but yeah, visually, that, that clearly would, would inspire the players, you'd have to it imagine. inspire the Celtic players. You look at the Aberdeen players who provided a guard of honour for Callum McGregor and the champions as they come out, and two or three of them are looking around as if to say, aye, aye, what's going on here? I'm not too sure these Aberdeen players will be as inspired as the Celtic players this afternoon. I agree with you. I can see nothing but a comfortable home win. These are the things our game can offer, Gordon DL, because although people in England, even in League 1 and 2 in the Championship, might look down on our, mm. our league, I bet you Anthony Stewart never experienced anything like this at Wickham Wonders. No, and obviously uh, with it being on uh, Sky Gordon 4th area, normally the big English game, 
I'm sure there's a few of the Premier League club players looking at that. It was, as you said, it was spectacular. Um, you know, it was terrifically well organised. And if that doesn't give you a lift as a Celtic player, nothing will. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Canvas Lang Showroom now open to the public. And but now you just need to go and win a football game, Hugh. Yeah, I noticed that Ange has gone back to the jumper. He had a nice uh, shiny tracksuit on for the pre-season matches. Ah, they don't count, do they? This no, is serious business. He, he did say at the end of last season when they got the trophy on the final day uh, against Motherwell, uh, he did thank the fans for embracing him, his family and this jumper, as he told the crowd. So he's gone back to this jumper and he's left the tracksuit in the dressing room. So everything points towards a Celtic win, but... As we found out yesterday within the first five minutes at Livingston, don't take anything for granted because five minutes in, Livy were a goal up against Rangers. Ultimately, lost, but Celtic have to assert themselves today. And just looking at what Roger said, Gordon, already you can see Joe Hart was you know, right out in between his two uh, central defenders He you know, played high anyway That was something Celtic did But it looks like They were going to They're going to try And take it a stage further yeah, I, this think, season. I, I think they've looked At games Especially at Celtic Park Gordon Where uh, You look at Aberdeen Right away Kick off They get everybody Behind the ball They're well organised They've worked on it In training Going across the pitch Working in maybe A 4-5-1 Whatever information Maybe centre forward Dropping back in Hoping that McGregor So what they're doing is They're They're, they're using their goalkeeper as an extra player and, and and it's the way you do it it's a modern day game yes occasionally you could get a wonder goal someone just with a great bit of skill that could pick up a loose pass and chip the goalkeeper we've seen it the the, the, the most famous one at Hamden David Marshall obviously um, but Celtic have looked at this and that's what I'm saying about tweaking things small things you know where it's tactically that's what I like about this manager I think he keeps progressing I think he keeps thinking I think he keeps working on different things to get better and better just doesn't rest in his laurels Right, have I done something to my contact lenses during the summer is it a slightly different camera angle at Celtic Park is it just the TV I'm watching you're watching a different one from me Something's different No You're all looking at me Very confused no, I can't see it Right okay we're, Ignore we're only, me We're only two and a half minutes in Celtic have a corner Matt O'Reilly won the corner And is going to take the corner For Celtic All the big guns are up uh, Yeah and already We've got an opener At Celtic Park Goal flash With Clyde Built Home Improvements Who had Stephen Welsh For first goal scorer oh. Because he's done it In two and a half minutes Matt O'Reilly wins the corner Swings it in A brilliant delivery And it's a terrific Glancing header From Stephen Welsh Down into the bottom corner To set Celtic on their way Celtic 1 Aberdeen 0 Now you know why They turned down The move to Toulouse <laughs> For uh, Stephen Welsh uh, Celtic have lacked That kind of thing You know that uh, it used to be the case of a corner kick. Billy McNeil came up, scored, and the game started again. Uh, Stephen Welsh just picked his time perfectly. And for Aberdeen, if they weren't intimidated by the display and the singing of You'll Never Walk Alone, they, they, they're due a, a shot at intimidation. Now they're a goal down in front of 60,000 ecstatic people. You know, I'll, need to, I'll need to ask the former manager, Gordon, because <laughs> Aberdeen of a man. On the near post Can't believe that Aberdeen have no one On the far post The ball dribbles mm. in At the far post Where a man would have cleared it's, it it's why, just, why do you not do that? Don't do it as often anymore though Do they? No No but I, I Look I'm led to believe nowadays That 
the coaching staff, the goalkeeping coach, they talk about what the goalkeeper's comfortable. Me personally, from that side, you should always have a man in the faraway post, right? And he'd have probably cleared that, but forget that. One, Aberdeen, the defending, was absolutely terrible. But Welsh has just risen above the I, I, defenders. I was going to say, before we get to the back yeah. post, are you looking at Dante Polvara and asking oh. why he's not been a whole lot stronger? Uh, Gordon, uh, you, you pitch up there as Jim Goodwin, your new signage, you know what's going on. You say to your players, listen, let's make sure we don't lose anything early. Let's make sure we're picked up at set plays. There's everybody's job. Go and do your job. Keep us in the game. What happens? They all switch off, but take nothing away from Welsh, take nothing away from Celtic. They've come out the trap. Take nothing away from Matt O'Reilly's delivery either. Yeah, great ball into the ball. Look at the close up of Jim Goodwin uh, on TV. He's just shaking his head in disbelief at how he can go a goal down that early to that kind of lax defending. Two ways of looking at it. Credit, obviously, to Stephen Wales because he's got a bit of knack of it. He's, he's scored a couple, mm-hmm. um, but he um, oh, another ridiculous save from Liam Kelly down low and then turns Curtis Main, another former Motherwell player, uh, turns his header over the bar from down low. He's keeping Motherwell in this one. Yeah, um, that's what he's there for. He's he's got a big reputation. He's still got the armband on today. Asked that question. He's got to take a bit of responsibility. He's obviously keeping us in this game, Gordon. Uh, well, obviously keeping us with the three points so far. Hopefully, he can get away from Paisley. But going back to going back to that game there. She's a manager at Jim Goodwin. You're thinking, right? Okay, Celtic, of course, has got the ability to open us up. You know, if it was a great play down the wing, you know, a bit of pace, Jota skill, and Kyogo puts it in. But in the first three, four minutes, you lose a set play. That, no wonder he's shaking his head. Uh, yeah, and as I was saying before, that the save from Liam Kelly, Roger, Stephen Welsh has got a good knack. He scores a decent enough yeah. a number of goals. He's not the biggest. So that, that again would be. Firstly credit to him But maybe from Jim Goodwin's perspective He would be asking Why Dante Polvara And others didn't do better Yeah And maybe the fact that He's not the biggest In terms of centre-half Would explain why A a central midfielder Like Dante Polvara Was designated to watch him You know Anthony Stewart Ross McCrory Miofsky The bigger lads Would probably be watching Other Celtic players in the box And Welsh has got the run in Polvara Lovely glancing header And he's put it to a position Where Kellerus Has no chance And because There's no man on the far post and it goes 2 minutes 36 seconds Celtic are off and running I I would be a little bit worried if I was Jim Goodwin right now Celtic, Celtic look like they're enjoying it don't they knocking this ball about for fun let me tell you and they're moving it as a good pace they're doing a lot of good work down the left hand side especially they look sharp they look in the mood they've got that goal that's always a worrying sign I had a piece in yesterday's newspaper as I'm sure you read it with yeah. Niall McGinn once of Celtic, once of Aberdeen, recalling a game when Neil Lennon and Mark McGee were in opposite dugouts in this fixture. Yes. Celtic 9, yeah. Aberdeen 0. Yeah. I was at that game. Yeah, I, I covered that game for Super Scoreboard. I remember Dylan McGee scoring a tremendous goal for Celtic, uh, released by Aberdeen at the end of last season. Uh, Mark McGee never recovered from that. Uh, but they're seven and a half minutes in Aberdeen, they've had their shock. Uh, it's how they respond to it and uh, they go right in on Joe Hart's goal and they're Joe Hart for me I'm not a fan of the overlapping goalkeeper because, Are you not? because I think Joe Hart is not that clever with the ball at his feet mm. 
No, I've I've got to say, Hugh, I I, I think uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of it. I think that uh, okay, they get a little bit of a mix up there, but anything over the top, you're covering it. Now, yes, you can find. Um, you can get a World Cup goal that somebody can pick the ball up 45 yards out and hit over the top. Of course you can. It happens in, 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 in games all over the world. But I'm a fan. I think you've got to use your goalkeeper in the modern day game now, especially at home when you've got most of the possession. Suppose it's, it's never going to be about the odd time that you get caught out. It's about all the other times that you hope that it benefits you. That, that's ultimately well, why, listen, all, that's why I, all the big teams I, do it, I, isn't I, it? But is it, to be fair to you though, Joe Hart's Man City career ended because Pep Guardiola didn't trust him Wanted an upgrade with the ball at his feet And to be fair, we're maybe in a different stratosphere When you're talking Edison Yeah yeah. But listen, Ange Postacoglu spoke about it pre-season He says, if Celtic lose a goal Because he's told Joe Hart to stand 30 yards from goal Then he'll put his hands up and take the blame But he thinks deploying this tactic Will be more beneficial Mm. in the long run Uh, And I'm sure he's thought about it And and tried to figure it out It's not just something That he does for fun I'm no. sure they'll have Analysed it and, and assessed that They fully believe That it will lead to more well, well, Positive you, attacks you Than it will get, mistakes At the other end You can get back to the first thing When Postacoglu come in And caught everybody out By surprise With the fullbacks The positions that the fullbacks uh, Were taken up Now see, see to be fair He, see he that, didn't see, introduce that Because Manchester City Done that also before. See that That just happened With Joe Hart That actually had nothing to do no. With him standing that, out of his, no, 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 that, that, Nothing that to do with that Gordon, right. um, He just tried to come out For a, a flick on And him and Stephen Welsh Didn't communicate um, A few changes at Paisley That we didn't tell you about Some interesting ones <coughs> You know we spoke before Can Stephen Hamill and, and Brian Kerr really put their own stamp on things. Well, they've given a debut um, to one of the youngsters, Kean Spears, who's come on. It's a, a new name. He came on for Motherwell uh, for his debut. I think he's 18 years of age. So clearly them having worked. Stevie Hamill's the head of Motherwell's academy. Brian Kerr working in there as well. They've seen their opportunity to go and introduce yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, the two lads put a couple of young teenagers on the bench for the first time this afternoon. Kean Spears among them. He's come on and it shows... You know, it's 1-0 to Motherwell. There's only 12 minutes left in the clock. It shows the faith that Stevie Hamill and Brian Kerr must have in the young lad that they're willing to put him on when the game's very much still in the balance. Yeah. And St Mirren are going to be throwing everything they've got at, at it. I, I, was, I was 18 once. <laughs> it was 54 years ago, a right? Few, a few summers mm-hmm. ago, Hugh Keevans. Mm-hmm. A few that, pre-seasons that, under that your belt since then. That was just before Keane Spears. That was before Billy Joe Spears. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got to say, I'm looking at Aberdeen and you're talking about uh, Calvin Ramsey right back and replace uh, the lad coming in from Nottingham Forest and I'm saying well I watched a good pace after 10 minutes I think he's looking thinking what have I done here because Maeda oh, is oh, incredible although that's, down that left what you will side. say is it's a good game of football we, we watched in here yesterday Livingston playing that low block we spoke about the back four and five just in front Aberdeen haven't gone to Celtic Park and tried to do that Aberdeen are trying to get involved in the play Yes, they're 1-0 down They are trying to get back into this game And do you think that uh, Celtic Park would probably be the right move, Roger? I didn't say it was a wise tactic (laughs) I just said it was the tactic Jim Goodwin is deploying Yeah, I think it's a dangerous tactic But if you see the shape I mean, they're still letting Celtic come into their half, aren't they? Are we on to mid-block? A mid, yeah, yeah, sort of a, a midi, midi block uh, But I think Celtic down there's left-hand side Are starting to really crank up the pressure Playing one-twos against each other Yeah, Maeda's getting bored So he's now blocking crosses yeah, from his, yeah. own, uh, his own teammate 
Um, but anyway, we're in the closing stages in Paisley, about 10 minutes left. Can Mullerwell hang on for a much needed three points? St Mirren have deserved a, a draw out of this, you would have to say, over the piece. Nice to know your goalkeeper's in top form, though, uh, for those last 10 minutes. Liam Kelly, Always captain. is. Yeah, he's vitally important, man. Yeah, I think any fans who are upset at anything he said in the press would quickly forgive him when you see some of the saves well, uh, in Paisley They're all today. big boys. If people do get very angry with the manager, that's football. That happens. And it, it wasn't a spur of the moment unhappiness. They've been unhappy with him for some time. Uh, so Celtic enjoying things in the sunshine. 12 and a bit minutes gone. 1-0 uh, up thanks to that Stephen Welsh header. No real chances for either side. Uh, apart from that, there has been some nice... You know, entries into the final third from Celtic, a ball cut across that Kyogo couldn't quite get on, and so on. Straight red for Ricky Lamy, though. It's a high tackle uh, on Bacchus now, loads of pushing and shoving. It's all kicking off a little bit in Paisley. And if Mullerwell are going to get the much needed three points, they'll have to do it with 10 men uh, well, because Ricky Lamy who of course was off to Dundee in the summer and then stayed, he's been sent off. Well, what a weekend we're having. Murray Davidson at Perth, mm. Ian Harks at Kilmarnock. It could have been Marianne Cabraya at Perth as well. It could have been Jorge Grant at Tynecastle. And now it is Ricky Lamy at St Mirren Park. And you wonder, those red cards yesterday had a bearing on the two games after David's win. Didn't they, yeah. got a winner after Harks went, Kilmarnock got an equaliser. Has this opened the door to St Mirren? Yeah, I think it's just on the edge of the box and the ball's kind of bounced up and Ricky Lamy's committed himself. And uh, as Andrew McLean's reporting from Paisley, lots of pushing and shoving as is... Often the case, people getting very yeah, I never understand that at the start of the season. Was that, was that not your style? You never, more of a no, no, I was a more lover, a peace, not a fighter. Uh, yeah, I was a, a peacekeeper, Gordon. Like Liam uh, Kelly, who has apparently sprinted eighty yards, uh, more than that, maybe to go and yeah, keep, that's oh, a, no, that's it's his end. What am I talking rubbish? Yeah, so Ignore eight me. yards, aye, as eighteen. A, as a captain uh, myself, I, you take the responsibility of calming down your players. You've got to show a good leadership, Roger. Um, but um, I'm just looking at this um, Celtic game again and you know you're right Roger I don't think I think Aberdeen are trying to get forward as much as possibly can um, but I just think Celtic look really in the mood for us today I really do I mean if you're Jim Goodwin can you you take any heart from the fact that they've not totally you know been cutting you open they've not created that many chances other than the goal which as we've said came from a set piece I think he'd be equally happy with the fact that they haven't. As Kyogo gets to the edge of the box yeah. and pulls a save, it was a save in the end from Kel Roos. That just shows you how quickly Kyogo moves. Gordon, he was his kind of second favourite to get across the face there, and in fact, he's oh, now he's now blocked. Now, he's now blocked. Do you know something, Gordon? I sorry, just that was to explain that further. It was potentially a goalbound effort from yeah. um, Matt O'Reilly blocked by Kyogo. I've got to say, I totally agree. We are watching in the pictures here coming in, and you're thinking. He ain't going to get that, his second favourite. And he's sharpness across the defender causes all sorts of problems. Mm. He really is sharp. I think the front three, their movement is terrific. They must be an absolute nightmare to play against if you're a centre-back or a full-back. Because if you come short with them, they can spin in behind. Kyogo can get on the shoulder and get behind you and kill you with your pace. Or he can turn and go at you. It causes real problems for defenders, and especially Aberdeen just now. They're trying; they're finding it very hard to live uh, with Ooh, Celtic. Nice composure from the new Aberdeen keeper Kelly Roos. He was closed down by Kyogo. He just 
pretended to go one way Chopped at the other And came away with the ball uh, It was all kicking off in Paisley There was the free kick after the sending off That was saved uh, by Liam Kelly And Bevis Mugabe Who was dropped by the New Look Motherwell management team He's been brought on to replace Kevin Van Veen So obviously just doing the old backs to the wall Down mm-hmm. to 10 men brave, brave decision since uh, Mugabe sold the jerseys Against Sligo Rovers at Motherwell And then sold the jerseys again In the west coast of Ireland So uh, he owes Motherwell Five minutes of security Do you know what Gordon He's, he's, act, he's not bad He has a lot of good games for mm-hmm. Motherwell Yeah as Hugh says That was a high profile mistake But Motherwell fans really you know, I, 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 liked him I, I quite like him Gordon I, think, I, I don't like him at right back um, I certainly don't like him there I think he gets caught out a lot and He has his moments I think yeah, we can agree Yeah but I, I, I like him I, And I think it's the only move Motherwell had now The fact that Look They're 1-0 away from home They're down to 10 men They're not that long to go Get a centre half in Because you would expect St Mirren Had got to put balls in From the wide areas mm. Hopefully he can go and attack them And win them And keep the ball out The, 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 the net for Motherwell uh, It's more Free-flowing attacking stuff from Celtic. It's not fully at that you know that last bit into the box yet, but they're getting to that point uh, with relative ease. And it's Juranovic's low cross uh, that's cut out on that occasion. Are Motherwell running short of defenders? Ojala injured, McGinley injured, Paul McGinn off injured today. Ricky Lamy suspended yeah. now. Yeah, you'd have to say so, wouldn't you? Um, whether Gordon Deal well, is a game next week or not like, I, I don't know if it's that desperate The good thing is We're playing St Johnston next week Don't need defenders They don't score um, So We'll be okay What's up? All the St Johnston fans that listen Loads of them Are going to Send that clip to me next week Producer St Johnston Cap- But they don't Callum score just snapped that clip To be played next Saturday Paul McGinn is sitting in the stand Next to Andrew McLean With a big bandage round his head um, as you would expect mm. after that head knock earlier on. So, yeah, you're probably. Andrew right. will probably have a big bandage round his neck as well with his tennis racket. He was out in the course today. <laughs> the course? Tennis the course? Court. Oh, court. Courts, yeah. Was he? Yes, with producer Callum. Was the he two really? of them were having a, a bat and ball teacher. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Any reason you're bringing that up? What a racket. Just that when is. I heard the bandage sitting there and I just thought the bandage tennis sort of a. Oh, he's straight on it. Andrew McLean. I won six love, six love. <laughs> he's just texting me. <laughs> Oh, he's trying uh, to get that in there Good on yeah, yeah. We've got a young Tim Henman He's got that vibe about him Doesn't yeah, he yeah. Go on Tim uh, Anyway Back to the football <laughs> This afternoon Celtic 1 Aberdeen 0 Motherwell 1 up At St Mirren as well We're in the closing stages Of that one um, Yeah you're right Roger They'll be running low I mean they should have enough If this game ends With no more injuries Solholm and Mugabe At centre back Stephen O'Donnell And, and Jake Carroll At full back So there's enough To start them a match Next week But thereafter not a great deal Stevie Hamill might have to consider Picking himself Oh and he should What a player He what was a, a left player foot. Oh. How many appearances? 500 odd Yeah Hundreds and hundreds yeah. He was He was a oh, true what a player. Proper player um, Seen that goal again Right And as what, much Stephen Welsh Yeah And as much as Gordon We can criticise Aberdeen Welsh was brilliant there He commits to it He believes that he's going to win it And the minute he gets his head on it The goalkeeper Has no chance Yeah right in the corner as the guys have said Yes with the benefit of hindsight Stick someone in that post And they clear it away easily It's It goes in Sort of Shin high Not even that Roger It would be yeah. Cleared away But there is obviously Good reason for it It's not like in your day Hugh Evans And, no. and even you two, Roger Hanna two, two people in the post Yeah, yeah they don't they get men on the post As often anymore 
Yeah, I, I believe that they should be one and it should be the back post all the time. If St Mirren get a call on a Petodre next Saturday, it'd be fascinating to see if there's a guy in the back post. <laughs> Uh, up against his former club He will be then Jim Goodwin of course Well technically This is his former club today as well What did he manage One appearance One game yeah yep. so Is that right Did who, Jim play one Who was the manager yeah. That picked him uh, Who would be the manager oh, I can't wait to hear The answer to right, this Right okay Because he's bound to be About 20 years off Go on I'll get this uh, Lou McCarry <laughs> No <laughs> Who was it then Kenny Douglas I was unlucky Was I not No absolutely not How when many years is he out well, well Louis, Louis left in 1994 Yeah Kenny took the team 2001 Six seven That's years That's alright Gordon by, Do you know what By your low Really low standards I, mean, I was actually going to go lower than that uh, so, yeah. How old do you think Jim Goodwin is? I know he's got the old silver fox I would say, He only turned I was, 40 last season remember? I was going to say 41 His hair's not unlike you does Yeah he's a better looking boy than me uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad you admitted that Yeah I've no problem with that I've got more a, a sort of a charm probably But uh, Jim's a better looking lad And probably now a richer boy as well He's got a lot going for him Yeah he's certainly not the result today so far uh, But again Hugh I mean I don't know if am I Am I Trying too hard to put a positive thing, uh, spin on it for Jim Goodwin. It's not been when you concede after three minutes and Celtic yeah. have all the ball, you would be forgiven for fearing an absolute onslaught. Yeah. And it's not quite been that as much no. as Celtic have been clearly dominant. When Stephen Welsh's header hit the net, uh, you think roof collapse, uh, but it hasn't been that way. Celtic are, of course, dominant and very entertaining, but you can tell. It's the first competitive match of the season. Passes are being overhit, as we said. That uh, on one occasion, two Celtic players tackling each other. Then a Matt O'Reilly shot coming off Kyogo, who couldn't get out of the way. They are full of good intentions, but they're not yet at their peak. Five minutes added on in Paisley. There was a lot of pushing and shoving around that Ricky Lamy red card and a few others. Um, but yeah, five minutes to go, and really, it's the onus is on St Mirren. Can you go and? Get yourself back in the game I'm sure Motherwell would take this Absolutely They're just oh. digging in Trying to make life tough So for St Mirren It's can you go And get yourself An equaliser oh, Now I don't want You two Motherwell is. gentlemen To take this the wrong way But if St Mirren Start the season Losing At home to Managerless 10 man Motherwell What does that say For their chances In the Premiership This season Yeah well, that's why I've taken them to go down. Uh, as I say, the first home match of the season, first competitive uh, match is our Broth. Part-time team from a lower division. They lose that at home. First uh, game of the competitive season, the league season, and they're in danger of going down by the same margin as Celtic. Oh, it's really good play from Celtic. It breaks down at about the penalty spot this time. There was nice one-twos, there was nice footwork, but again, just that final touch and finish on goal was missing. Just a little bit unlucky, but you've got to give a little bit of credit to Aberdeen for a defending. That's twice Jotter's got involved. He's moved from the right over to the left. All of a sudden causing problems The passing, the movement It's quick Gordon It's pu pulling Aberdeen players out of possession uh, I, I tell you what I think Aberdeen are quite fortunate Still to be 2-2 two -two. It's not 2-2 well, two -two. 22 <laughs> minutes gone 1-0 down I think Celtic uh, are moving the ball brilliantly I really do There have been some good goals I saw Alan Forrest's opener for Hearts yesterday I saw it last night Lovely team goal Gordon touched Both this. of Hearts goals were yeah. excellent weren't they You touched this yesterday Gordon I didn't see it till last night Joe Aribo For Southampton <sighs> Against Villarreal <laughs> It was great wasn't it It's a staggering goal If you haven't seen it Try and see it on social media It is staggering Braga-esque Like the one he 
he scored against Braga, I remember that? Oh, oh, it was better, better, but yeah, better but you know, that's similar, that sort of you think he's gonna lose it about five or six yeah. times. Um and never does. Yeah, both hearts goals were good. So yeah, you've got your work cut out, I have to say, to have a look for your goal of the weekend. We'll do that tomorrow. Um, a few result of the weekend contenders as well I bet you Partick Thistle fans will be excited Because quite often The result of the weekend goes to the top flight But you must be in the consideration A good day yesterday wasn't it Enjoyed yeah. it Enjoyed yeah. a good opening uh, To the league And earlier on I think we cut you down Because it was a, go- a goal or half time or something We got away from it That clip of Bobby Madden Yeah And in a very typical Scottish football way Loads of people were tweeting it As if to say Ha ha look at Bobby Madden Down there sending players off In quite bizarre fashion he was right to do it, Roger. Of course he was. Absolutely yeah, right yeah, to do yeah. it. Yeah, Listen, he, the player tried to be wide with Bobby Madden, and Bobby Madden called his bluff. The only thing I would say is if you thought he, if he thought he was going down there for a quiet life, you out the limelight. See the clip yeah. of the sending off. It's now been viewed over three million times yeah. on Twitter, and that might just be one of the clips of the, the same incident. So, uh, yeah, straight into the yeah, limelight he, he, down he there. Was, he was one hundred percent correct in what he did. The player is sent off for stupidity. Oh, it's oh, a big miss for As Celtic. Say, passes have just been overhit ever so slightly. We just overcooked the pass, and Kyogo coming in at the post. Yeah, it, it simply could not stop the ball. Riley's lot balls to like about the move. The, the initial ball in, then the the cross from O'Reilly is a fraction too far. Roger Hanna for Kyogo, but the pass into O'Reilly was that Greg Taylor. Yeah, he's playing well O'Reilly He set up the opening goal for well She had a shot blocked by his teammate Kyogo He actually won the corner that he then delivered for Welsh's goal And I know we debated through the week You know, should it be O'Reilly Or should it be David Turnbull in there alongside McGregor and Hitati Turnbull would have got that right on Kyogo's toe <laughs> Yeah Gordon Diel was telling me o- O'Reilly showing why Ange Postacoglu has so much faith in him uh, Just a slip there down the left It was a nice idea from... Was it Jota over on the far side? Yeah. Changing sides so often. It's when yeah. you when you have O'Reilly uh, linked with Brendan Rodgers and Leicester, I I tend to think there's a wee fire somewhere. There's too much smoke for there not to be a wee fire somewhere. But he says even at this time of the year when everyone's been linked with everything. Well, you know, Matt O'Reilly will not go because Ange Postecoglou will say he can't go. I want him full time in Paisley. Andrew McLean. St Mirren nil, Motherwell won the full-time score in Paisley. A huge three points for the visitors with Kevin Van Veen's penalty, enough to win them the game just two days after the departure of Graham Alexander. It was all St Mirren in the first half. They created a good few chances, but they just couldn't take any of them. Jonah Ayunga and Ryan Strain both missing the target from good positions. Liam Kelly then also pulled off a brilliant stop from a close-range Ayunga header. Motherwell then got themselves a penalty just before the break. Blair Spittle shot hit the arm of Scott Tanzer. John Beaton pointed to the spot, Kevin Van Veen calmly stepped up and sent Trevor Carson the wrong way to make it 1-0. St Mirren then created the better chances in the second half as well, but it was the same story for them. They just couldn't find a way past Liam Kelly and he pulled off a fantastic save, another brilliant save. This one was even better. Curtis Main with a flick on header, it looked destined for the bottom corner, but somehow Kelly got down low left hand outstretched and managed to sort of tip it over the bar from that position absolutely fantastic to keep Motherwell ahead they were then reduced to 10 men Motherwell with just 8 minutes to go Ricky Lamby with a high tackle on Keanu Bacchus just outside the box a straight red card 
shown to him by John Beaton and the two teams then got involved in a bit of pushing and shoving. Curtis Main took the resulting free kick and you know what happened next, it was a Liam Kelly save from that one but it was just the result the Motherwell fans were craving after a turbulent start to the campaign. The full-time score at the Smyzer Stadium, St Mirren nil, Motherwell won. Big win that for Motherwell, Hugh Keevans. Yeah, very big win. Uh, there are a way to St Johnston next week, they might have chances of getting something out of that game. Uh, whereas St Mirren have to go to Aberdeen I don't think they'll get much chance of getting anything out of that game uh, the pressure is all on St Mirren because Motherwell will get a manager and they will get a better manager than the one who has just departed the club so uh, you know they've done the right thing they've let Graham Alexander go at the right time and they've got the three points from an away game always a tidy start to the season and they've got time now to look for and appoint a new manager. Great result. It's a great result, I've got to say. And Hugh, we're at home to St Johnson next week. I've looked at season ticket. Um, oh. So that's a great what, opportunity. Does it tell you on your season yeah, ticket? You don't have a wee book anymore. Uh, no, no, it's, I looked on my phone. Does it tell uh, you where the press box is? Yeah. Um, but uh, listen, doesn't matter how you get it. Today was all about three points. Well done. And well done to Stevie Hamill, Brian Kerr, and the coaching staff there at Stepped In. Fantastic for them. Um, I'm looking at Celtic, obviously the main game now. Their passing is terrific. Their movement is very, very good. This is going to be a long afternoon for Aberdeen unless something changes dramatically. Look how far Joe Hart's up the pitch. He's actually playing as a centre-half, you know, using that extra man. There's just a air of confidence. That goal early, mm. obviously, just sets the scene. The fans in Paisley, well, the away fans, are singing Stevie Hamill's name. He's over there giving it a few fist pumps. He is a, a, he's a modern legend there, Roger. They absolutely love him. Um, so... Clearly getting a bit of recognition for delivering three points today Yeah, and Alan Burrows and Jim McMahon and the Motherwell board can breathe again After the, the European embarrassment, after losing a manager After seeing Paul McGinn go off with a split head in the first half After seeing Ricky Lamy sent off in the second half They've got the win And that really on a day like this for Motherwell is all that mattered They had to go there, get the victory, take the heat off everyone involved at the football club And now as the boys are saying They're at home to St Johnson next week They could be top of the league by Saturday night Right now we're getting carried away <laughs> The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard